0: Better not
2: have no plans tonight Movie time and it's feeling right
0: You're looking for a love that lasts You'll
2: find it at romance romance in the podcast podcast.
0: Ooh, ooh baby, you
2: had me at hello Ooh, I love you I know Ooh, ooh baby, you're the wind I'll
0: have what she's having. Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at hello. I'm Paige Wesley.
2: I'm Mikey Randolph. Do you want to take that again? No, I like to sound like I chew rocks.
0: <laughs> all right, well then I'm Todd Schlosser, and
1: this week, Mikey made us watch Four, Four Weddings, Weddings and, at and a funeral. funeral. So I think this is the first time we had all seen this movie, right? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: I had heard that this was a quote unquote classic romantic comedy. Okay. It is old. And that is something that makes it classic. I would rename it Four Borings and a Snoring.
0: <laughs> this was my first time. Could not have come on a worse day. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to say what happened? I don't no, know. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay, that's great. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I, I waited. Jake, Jake posted about it on Facebook, okay, so I feel okay. like it's fine. Uh, so we woke up this morning to find out that our car had been stolen. Yeah. And like legit stolen, not towed, like actual stolen. Yeah. And so... We spent all morning at the police station, uh, figuring out how to maybe someday get our car back and fighting with our insurance who is not going to pay us anything. And then my stylist who was supposed to come last night for the trip that I'm leaving for in less than twelve hours. For South by Southwest, baby. For South by Southwest. Yeah. She she had a scheduling change, so she had to come today. So like I didn't even have time to tell her what had happened. Oh my God. She arrives at the house. We're like going through outfits. Jake is like taking a rage nap. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, Love a rage nap. I, I'm in the weirdest, weirdest mood. Cause I'm furious.
1: Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and I have
0: to just be like, yeah, I do think the sweater is nice to like a very wonderful, nice woman who did a great job. Yeah. Uh, so then I'd watch this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, no one communicates, and everyone is trying to marry people that they don't even like. What the fuck? Like, multiple people in this movie marry people that they don't want to be married to, yeah. or at least start to marry people that they don't really <laughs> like that much. Yeah. Why the fuck would you do that? That's nonsense. Andy McDowell's character in this movie is legit
1: terrible.
0: And she <laughs>
1: is not great. No, yeah. Hugh, I was about to say that. Yeah, Hugh Grant is also a bag
2: of dicks. At least yeah, he's self more self aware. Like I'm like. He knows he's kind of a bag of dicks And so do his friends And they're like
0: I mean they're both Colossally selfish assholes But also Uh this movie Is so bad at introducing people And like I couldn't keep straight Who were siblings Who were lovers Who were friends And I had to look in fun facts To get a full breakdown Of who was who It was like
2: going to an actual wedding Because I was like Who are these Who are
0: these people (laughs) It really captured that I spent 70% of this movie thinking that two people were siblings only to find out that they were potential lovers and the person that I thought was maybe their lover was a sibling. Like, I, it boggled my mind. <laughs> I have to know
1: who those people are immediately. What? Who did you think were siblings? Okay, okay, I don't okay. know the names so,
2: of anyone in this film.
0: Okay, here, here's why. And, and I will explain it. Please. Fiona and Tom, when we meet them in the beginning of the movie, they live in the same house. They're having breakfast together. It very much seems like they are a married couple and they're greeted by their formal title and last name. So I thought for sure that one of them, specifically Fiona, I thought Fiona was Hugh Grant's sister. Okay. And that was her husband, whatever. Okay. Then throughout the movie, a couple scenes later, she makes a comment of like, do you think I would still hate him so much if he wasn't my brother? But it's not clear who she's talking about. And I thought she meant Hugh Grant because in that scene, Hugh Grant is showing up late and causing a ruckus and being an asshole. Yeah. And so I was like, "Okay, so yeah, so she doesn't like Hugh Grant, who's her brother. Then we find out that Hugh Grant has other brothers, brother singular, because I thought somebody else was his brother as well, because they didn't establish where that relationship came from. But then further in the movie, Fiona's like, I've been in love with this one person the whole time. I was like, oh my God, how does Tom not know about it? They live together. Like, are they weird roommates?
1: (laughs) How does she not tell her husband
0: this? (laughs) Clearly, they're not married, but like, they live together? Like, what's happening? And then she's like, I know I've been in love with Hugh Grant the whole time. And I'm like, what the fuck? Does your husband know? Does your husband know? And I was like, all this time I thought he was Your fucking brother Cause that's how You were fucking Treating him Yeah And then No It's not <laughs> But Paige I will fully say
1: I understand Why you thought They were married It is weird To be that old And still live In the same house As With your a brother yes. yes So I, I I did find that weird But they're also Super rich And eccentric So like I sort of get it In hindsight
0: Well and it's like A castle Yes yeah. exactly. so like
2: They have 80 rooms Todd No They have
0: 132. 137. I wrote it down. Oh fuck me! That's insane. This is why we need to burn down the
1: monarchy. Like, there's (laughs) no reason
0: anyone needs that much fucking house. I do love when he's talking about the ranking among who is the richest, and he's like, no, we're like seventh. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That
1: Branson guy's doing pretty good. Yeah, you mean (laughs) Richard Branson currently going to space? Yeah, he's doing (laughs) (laughs) fine.
0: Uh, anyway, so I thought they were siblings, and then I thought Matthew – so Matthew and Gareth, they're friends that are a gay couple. I thought Matthew was also Hugh Grant's brother. He is not. No,
1: he is not. They're just friends, yeah.
0: They're, they're just friends. friends. The yeah. only
1: brother of Hugh Grant that's in the movie
2: is, is – David.
1: Yeah, the, the guy who's deaf. And I, I love yes. – the love story between him and the girl he ends up with. Serena.
2: It's the yes. most realized subplot I think
0: throughout 100%. the film. 100%. And they yes. are the only two, well that's not fair uh, But I loved f- Gareth and Matthew Me too, me too. And then they kill Gareth, it made me so, so, <laughs> so fucking sad. I
1: know, I cried legit the entire time during that funeral, especially when you know, his, I'm gonna call him his husband the person who would have been the husband is like giving the eulogy and stuff, I was like crying oh. the whole time. Didn't cry all the rest of this movie
2: <laughs> but in death's defense he was not a good wedding guest
0: oh he's the best wedding guest i loved his dancing <laughs> gareth is the um, best gareth is the best i also had a moment where they introduced matthew to give the eulogy and they're like his closest friend and i was like what i thought they were a couple this whole time they, they were, were definitely coded as a couple yeah. and then i realized it was just them being dicks to them and i was like oh fuck y'all <laughs> yeah like, oh man well, yeah I mean, it wasn't legal in the in the uk right No, it wasn't legal and that's why, but I was kind of like, we all know. Like you're at his funeral Yeah Say that
1: shit Yeah I think it was 2013 Where it became legal in the UK Although I'm sure a UK listener Can uh, correct me if I'm wrong But like I think it, it's actually Maybe earlier than that But I might be wrong Oh is it uh, we, we can look at up. Hang on The Marriage Same-Sex Couples Act Of 2013 Allows same-sex marriage In England and Wales And it was passed By the UK Parliament In July 2013 Oh wow I realize that that's only The UK and Wales And there's like more over there Than just those two places So like
0: what? No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God.
1: So like, I don't I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so 2013 ish. We'll just say that. How about that?
0: That, I mean, now that I think about it, that makes sense, because I was thinking in California it's passed twice. Yeah, Uh, it it was passed, repealed and then passed again. You know why it was repealed? The Mormon Church. Yes. But I think the second time must have been right around 2013 or close to it. Well, it became legal nationwide 2015 here. Yeah, and we, we had it for at least a year, maybe even a little bit longer before that. So
1: Yeah, in California. And a bunch of states did yeah. before it became legal everywhere in the U.S. Yeah. But um, anyway, I loved this movie. I, I I really sort of enjoyed it. I'm not even joking. Like oh, I, I really, we're going to fight today. I know. I know. But I, I'll say this, though. You guys are absolutely right. Like, Hugh Grant's terrible. It's paced horrifically. It is horrifically. paced horrifically. Andy McDowell's terrible. She doesn't <laughs> even show up for half an hour.
2: Like, I don't even know what I did for half an hour. I didn't pay attention. Like, I don't even know what happened.
1: (laughs) I I just find Hugh Grant incredibly charming, and I think he's very charming in this. He's very goofy and silly, and I love it. I just... I enjoy the movie. I don't know why I
0: liked it as much as I do. I don't find him charming, but I extra didn't find him charming after we met his exes. At that point, he's the villain of the movie for me. And I'm just like, oh, fuck him. Yes. But then also I had this thing of like he because he's very, very young in this movie. For some reason, young Hugh Grant really reminded me of Nicholas Holt. And I just spent the whole movie wishing it was Nicholas Holt. Instead. I can totally see that page. Yes. Right? Like
2: young Hugh Grant. I I mean, OK. As someone who has a lot of Let's call them exes Who maybe don't like him Near missus Mikey Near missus Some of this I connected with But then I was like He was extra douchey To a lot of these people
1: Mikey The biggest douchebag thing he does We don't get to see Because when he's at that third wedding And he runs into his ex Hen She is dating somebody Ten months later They're getting married So he (laughs) broke them up To then stand her up at yes. the altar He oh, is yes. terrible yes. But I mean Andy McDowell's terrible too But the wedding before that oh When she was just yelling
2: at him and crying yes. I was like oh. there's definitely a handful of people That that happens to me if I run Oh it. I've
1: had for that sure. conversation Where a girl walks up to me and says Hey and I say hello And then she immediately starts crying And then her friend comes over and looks at me like I'm the asshole for just saying hello uh,
0: <laughs> And we don't know what happened between him and Hen So I, I don't feel feel super comfortable ascribing any blame, but I think that Hen has some struggles.
2: Yes. I think he may have had a casual.
0: I think he doesn't
2: communicate with people. He doesn't. Okay, he either used her. Yes. Or he did communicate. He did not want some, some something serious, and she caught a lot of feelings. Yeah. And then he pulled away. I'm not going to say this is from personal experience, but people don't really like that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And <laughs> and I think, but I think it's one of those things where, like, when he got back together with her, I was like. Fuck you, dude Like, you know that she is not in a great place (laughs) Like, this is extra bad All of his friends are just like Oh, she's the crazy one And I'm like poor hen holy shit and everything he did to everyone else at that table every story we hear about him is the fucking worst (laughs) like the amount of fat shaming he and his friends do of both these women and other people if somebody calls me fat in a derogatory way at my funeral i'm gonna come back from the dead and plant my foot in your ass what
2: the fuck (laughs) you definitely need friends to keep you morally accountable. Like, I feel like you too will correct me if I may be straying into a way that's not great. Like, or you'll give your opinion. If
1: you're gonna hurt somebody, Yes, Yes. if you're gonna hurt yourself, I think Paige and I are both like you should definitely DM that Twitch
2: streamer who you found on Bumble. No, Paige always steps in.
0: I I step in and tell Mikey not to do stupid things. She tells
2: me not to. She's like, "Don't waste your time. You're just gonna, you know." She Paige tells me to you know pick a direction and go for it. Yeah, Todd, you're terrible.
0: I was the one who immediately (laughs) identified that that woman who was basically catfishing people. So
1: like. I'm oh, pretty astute. Real. No, she's real. I looked her up. But we should fill the audience in. Mikey found a she's an ASMR Twitch streamer. She put it on her profile.
0: Yes. Like, let's like let, so I screenshotted it and sent it well, to you. Not, not just that. On her profile, she's bragging about how A, she's one of the top, which she's, she's not. not. <laughs> I looked it up
1: and
2: I know people at Twitch. I can check
0: Yeah we all do Like all it would take Is a simple Google But then also You know people That
2: is her full time job
0: Well sure But it's not her full time job Because there were other things About her that she did not disclose (laughs) That I guessed And then we found out We're right when we found her On other social media sites So like She was absolutely Using that dating app As a way to rope people Into her uh, Let's call them Subscription services Which like No shame in the game No, you do you Get but be that upfront money, about what you're honey. doing. Get the bag, but like tell yeah. people that you're working on getting the bag. No shame. And that was not <laughs> the case. She was not being upfront about her bag journey. Right. And I called that one from yeah. from the jump.
1: I don't know and Paige, I'll just say this. I think that's pretty obvious when you saw the the profile like what she it was doing. Be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like you guys said to you were like ha twitch streamer i was like that is a sex worker and good for her yeah but like i
1: don't know why she's not just saying there there are a lot of them on twitch and they make good money like there's nothing wrong with it like if you can monetize it make that money and it's legal so like do it i wish i could do it
2: i mean you think i could do it
1: mikey how about you and i start a joint only fans
0: where no. we like, Mikey, I'll bring a kiddie oh, pool.
1: We will fill it with gravy, and then we'll just sit in it and take photos. Uh, uh.
0: Here's what I'll say, Mikey. <laughs> I I do think you could do it. I think you would have more male clientele than female, but not 100%. because women don't find you attractive.
2: No, but men find me more attractive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think there's some social conditioning that has gone on that leads less women to invest in their pornography like that.
2: Oh, I'm never paying.
0: No, as in people who would pay you for the content you would put out.
2: I would never do that either.
0: <laughs> that, that's what we've been talking about for like 15 minutes. I'm just saying, if you wanted to start at OnlyFans, you're probably going to get a lot of dudes because it's a lot more normalized for dudes to pay for things like that. What if I did at OnlyFans
2: where I wrote like sweet letters to people?
0: I think that would take a lot of time. Yeah, I don't think you want
1: to do that, Mikey. I think you want to get in this kiddie pool filled with gravy <laughs> with me.
2: Let's do this, Mikey. I don't because of your feet hair. I
1: have been vindicated on social media. I will have you all know that everyone in the Facebook
0: groups agreed with
2: me that my feet are normal. I've never seen a tweet have so much legs.
0: No, I just I think it's funny (laughs) that you're like, I'm vindicated. But there were so many replies that were like, what the fuck, werewolf? Like it was
1: well, Paige, it was split. People in the Facebook group were pro Todd's feet. Twitter was very anti-Todd's feet. (laughs) Yes, yes it was. So I'm going to say it's a mixed bag, but maybe we should refocus back to Four Weddings and a Funeral. I fully did not like most of the characters in this movie. It's really just the two main characters because I really did like Gareth and Mike. I really did like Fee. I liked Tom because he was like gooberish. I don't know. I I liked a lot of the sub characters, but the two main characters I think are terrible.
0: I also think that we don't, I mean, aside from, and this is why David and Serena are the most fleshed out like subplot here, because yeah. you kind of learn about them at each wedding and it kind of compounds everyone else you're just kind of occasionally finding facts here or there and i feel like you never actually meet any of these people you kind of are just a spectator yeah which maybe that's what they wanted but it made it really difficult to emotionally connect with anyone so i chose gareth and then they killed him and i was I know. really upset and i love the guy who played gareth he's been in, he's like a he's a that guy yes he is he's a wonderful
1: character actor i don't know his name but yes. he is oh, simon uh i just looked it up it's
2: simon callow yeah let's let's stop now and i'll talk about the British <laughs> no, and like all of your names are silly and they sound the same
0: well I will say this is a whole movie of a bunch of white
2: people that all look alike who are rich and you have a hard time watching it because of all of these things page
1: I'm gonna cut this there is one shot and it's like I saw at a him. wedding and it's there's a at the blonde very guy. end
0: and I noticed it because of it and yeah. it's actually, it's not, a, it's not at the wedding. It's at the funeral. Okay.
1: I looked at and I was like, did they just put him in? He has no speaking lines. He's an
0: insert shot. Yeah. Like what? Wow. Don't I, yeah, don't cut this out. This is important to talk about in this okay, movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it in there. That's fine. one person of color and it is an insert shot at the funeral. <laughs> but Paige, you never see him again in any wide shots. Nope. Yeah, I think they
1: went back and put him in. Like they set yeah. up that one shot and were like, oh, we got to get a token POC character or whatever i don't even know what they would have said as back a in background the
2: day. character
0: no Ugh. not even a character
2: no speaking roles yeah yeah,
0: no speaking roles and it's one of those things where i was like i, I mean it's the fucking 90s so you kind of expect a right. level of tone deafness when it comes to that yeah. but at the same time i was like this this movie's so not just abundantly white but just like homogenized where it's yes. like not only are these all white people, they're all white people that look the fucking same to the point where I can't England. tell characters apart. And it's because yeah. of England. I mean, at the end, the rich dude marries his second cousin. So it's oh, like that type I of shit. so many things. Well, yes. <laughs> Distant cousins. Like they're doing the epilogue. And in the epilogue, I just typed, I was just like, Tom married a literal family member. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Oh, I man. will
2: say that that's a little less screen time than... <laughs> Andy McDowell guy I mean she's in the movie for 10 minutes as a terrible (laughs) person I mean love of his life Yeah, I do kind of wish I could run into one woman at every wedding I go to who will sleep with me the same one
1: Mikey okay I I have a legit question for you Mikey yeah have you ever gone to a wedding met someone that night and locked it down
2: I don't want to talk about this
1: yeah so have I but romance is in the (laughs) air man weddings are romantic (laughs) open bar open hearts can't lose (laughs) Oh geez! I think that was the Friday Night Lights <laughs> motto,
0: right? Open bar, full uh-huh. hearts, can't lose. I have <laughs> not, but I have definitely been to over fifty weddings in my lifetime. Oh wow, wow. Paige! Yeah, you could have had yeah. fifty
1: different single night lovers.
0: But here's the thing, though. I like I've been going to weddings since I was. Young I went to a lot of those weddings as a teenager. Oh, never mind. I take it back. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, I probably went to 30 weddings by the time I had turned 21. Okay. I don't have that many friends. Church, sorority. Like,
1: her family is like plugged into a community and they like are good friends. So, like, people invite them
2: places, unlike you and I. But let's say, like, you live in a small country where you only know 15 people. They all look the same. You married <laughs> each other. And they're
0: all related <laughs> to you and you all marriage. I also have 18 first cousins on one side so like cousins alone and there's an age gap so like aunts and uncles as well so like I saw some of my aunts and uncles get married and a bunch of my cousins get married so yeah I have
1: over 70 first cousins yeah uh and it's I have the opposite problem there are so many of us that Mm -hmm. none of us talk yeah that makes sense because there's so many of us
0: yeah we don't have that many but like My cousins are in like clusters So like a bunch of them Are right around my age Yeah Like within five years I'll say of my age And I would say Of the cousins That are around that age group
1: We still like Keep tabs with each other On Facebook and stuff Yeah Yeah And I've been invited To those weddings I just have not gone Yeah (laughs) Yeah
0: But don't marry your cousin. Maybe we should get into this movie. There's so many people on Earth. There's no need to marry a cousin. Diversify your genetic material. This is in England,
1: though. And I feel like when you're the seventh richest person in England, you're probably going to marry a cousin so
0: you can keep it in the family. I mean, that's pretty true because they are monarchical. They're yeah. close to the royalty. Monarchical? I don't know but how to say But you know what? It. I mean, hey, Meghan Markle, mm. Kate, what's her face? My f- brain wants to say McKinnon, and I know that's wrong. M- Middleton.
2: Middleton. Middleton yeah it's Kate Middleton yeah.
0: They, weren't, they weren't royal cousins Like come on even the princes are doing it Branch out but not in the 90s No in the 90s it was, it was all true. about
1: the monocle
2: Yeah Monon- the mononical. monocle Monocle <laughs> <Mononical> relationship
1: <laughs> Let's just get in this fucking movie so we can talk about it you bastards Oh god
2: okay <laughs> Let's talk about classic English cuisine baked beans
0: bangers and mash oh yeah bangers baked, and mash. Beans. baked beans a full english or a proper english and the breakfast ah, anyway
2: there's a reason they lost july 4th you know what i'm saying
0: i was in england on 4th of july one time and my dad wore his like flag shirt i love your dad
2: i love this so thing. much <laughs> I and I, so I
0: think much. he had just like a momentary lapse of like in his mind he's like it's 4th of july like wherever we are it's 4th of july and so i remember him asking a waiter like what do you guys typically do for 4th of july and the waiter was like nothing. nothing and i was like dad i was like i think they cry into their tea is what they do <laughs> yeah. like what are you talking about what do you mean what do they do for fourth if of if you're from
2: england and you think these jokes are a personal attack against you they they are oh, yeah. great.
1: every fourth of july parliament sends the u.s a bill for a shipload full <laughs> of, of tea, tea plus interest oh, i honestly man. like if i was the head of the uk government I would do shit like that because it would be hilarious. You mean the queen? No, I mean the prime minister. They
2: live in a dictatorship. They
1: actually don't like, they I don't. Want you to, when we're done with this, I want you to research Magna Carta and yes. then parliamentary politics.
2: I don't care about <laughs> volcanoes.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: They're a my dictatorship. oh my They're God.
2: Oh my God.
0: The queen is just rich. She doesn't have actual power. She has, um, I mean, she has power, power but it's in the way that minimal. she has like financial There's stuff.
2: There's one thing I have learned in my life and it's, the rich have all the power yes you know that is true yeah
0: also she's probably dead no one's seen her in days (laughs) i don't know if you guys are following that story on the news i'm not but i will now jesus you guys don't know about this Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She got
2: COVID and she's been disappeared. Yes.
0: Yes. She's been canceling all her events. No one's seen her in days. They all think maybe she's dead and they just won't admit to it. It's wild. It's wild having a monarchy. I don't know how you guys do it. I want a death of
1: Stalin type movie about that exact premise. The Queen of England dies and then they just don't know what to do. And it's like everyone falling over each other. I just
0: want a weekend at Bernie's. Where the queen dies and then they have to try and make the rest of those events happen. (laughs) No, God save the queen. Yes, God save the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all
2: thought my jokes were going to offend people? Like those jokes are going to offend people. (laughs) That's true. They love the queen over there. Enough to let her Lead their government They don't
1: love them. She doesn't lead
2: The government You guys should try A revolution It worked for us She doesn't bitches. lead
0: The government <laughs> Fuck, it. Mikey Why don't you tell that To Canada Mikey it, She's on their money too I know Yes but they also Have a prime minister uh, They do yeah, Whatever They have a prime minister That might be the illegitimate Son of Fidel Castro hey, Look into is. it 100% is I look believe that Look at it Look at
1: the picture Side by side There's no way Trudeau is not related To Fidel Castro <laughs> And honestly I'm the- here for it. I love that conspiracy. <sighs> That's
0: one of my favorite conspiracies. Yeah, I'm
2: just saying, you know, they should have joined our side in the revolution.
0: It was against them, Mikey. <laughs> you it mean was against our King side? George
2: and King George's government. The Hanover. Oh my in god!
1: All right, maybe we should get into this movie and stop talking about things that Mikey clearly
2: does not, does not understand. Oh, you two are just a bunch of Benedict Arnold.
1: <laughs> he also on their side, Mikey. That's what I'm saying. You're traitors to the freedom. Traitors to the freedom. Like you have more freedom <laughs> just, than they do. the
0: concept of freedom.
2: Ridiculous.
0: Yeah, you've got more freedom in your place where you have to like pay for your own health insurance and there's like a housing crisis. <laughs> I
2: have to make jokes now because I didn't pay attention to the movie. So.
0: Well, there's not much that happens in this movie. I hate to tell you. I
2: did really enjoy Andy McDowell all wet in the rain. I, I mean, it did something for me and a way that i
0: did think it was weird that you could see hugh who grants microphone yeah in the middle of his chest i noticed but that the whole too. time i just kept wanting him to be like i made a bear out of real bear parts for paul and it wasn't nicholas holt and it made me sad i don't know why <laughs> we have to start the movie okay. let's get into the okay. fucking movie you badass all right uh boring credits
1: so boring very british
0: finally they cut to <laughs> <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> fuck you man, man he's going <laughs> hard today against the
2: brits you know what i'm known for in america going hard against the british
1: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't date a british woman mikey no of course he would
0: they got fucked up t-
2: yeah he's all about them tea first <laughs> you just call me mel gibson for the good reasons which is the patriot movie <laughs>
0: he's Australian and Fucking very fuck.
2: anti-Semitic, Mikey, and
0: racist and and sexist, and yeah. any number of things. But for you to be like peak American, no.
2: Was there anybody in 1776 who wasn't? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Frederick Douglass. Specifically
0: Harriet Tubman, who helped lead a whole <laughs> That's battalion. Later. That's, later. That's later. That
2: is so is Frederick Douglass. It was like 1860s, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm more of American, not Mel Gibson. I'm a real American, like Heath Ledger. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Heath Ledger, who is also, also Australian. British. Australian. No, he's oh, Australian. He is Australian. Yeah. You're
0: right. You're right. You're right. Who are you going to claim next? Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Peak American, Frank Dukes. Like, what are we doing? Mikey's the muscles
1: from Brussels,
0: Pennsylvania. <laughs> You've got Walker, Texas Ranger, and that's about it. And he's in bed with the My Pillow guy. So, like, fucking drop it. <laughs> I'm not
2: saying America's better. I'm just hating on England today. That's true. <laughs> next week, it'll definitely be
0: Chicago. Oh,
2: jeez. Well, we're not doing another Chicago movie next week, unless you're picking one. Who's p-
0: it's-, it's my pick. And I was going to pick something super sad, but I don't think I can handle it right now. So I'm going to have to think about it while we do. This.
2: I picked something super bad because I thought it'd be fun for us. Again, I enjoyed this movie. Let's move on. You're a traitor, Todd. <laughs> Why? Because he liked this movie. He looks British. Look at him.
0: Smile. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I have Invisaligns. You guys are mean. I'm trying to get it fixed. <laughs> you guys are mean. I'm I'm it was just too... It was like the b- easiest setup. I, d- I don't think your teeth are bad, Todd. I think your teeth are very nice.
1: Honestly, my top teeth were never bad. My bottom teeth were very bad. So I, I have Invisaligns to fix it. My bottom teeth
0: are, are definitely fucked up as well. Uh, anyway, so we get like a montage of all of the people that we're going to be following for this movie waking up in their respective homes. It does not really introduce them all that much in fact we don't even get hugh grant's name until like 15 minutes from now
1: yeah the only thing it sets up is like hugh grant saying fuck every morning when he wakes up for a wedding don't we all i sort of like that it was charming it was it was funny at least and him waking up i forget her name but scarlet yeah the
0: scarlet yeah absolutely so like they live together but they're not romantically paired off so i have in fun facts why they live together because apparently there's a deleted scene that explains all their backstories. Well, that would have been nice to keep in. <laughs> why would they keep the other ones? I don't know, but it gets cut. Do you want me to explain yes, please. who is who? Absolutely, okay. yeah. Because I didn't find this out till Fun Facts. Um, so in the deleted scenes, we find out that Charles, Hugh Grant, Matthew, who's John Hanna, the guy who was in The Mummy and also Spartacus, Blood and Sand, uh, Jupiter's cock, and then... So- <laughs> he is great. He's so good. He's so good in this. The e- eulogy, amazing. I know. Um, uh, and Fiona, who is Dame Kristen Scott Thomas, they all went to college together. So they were best friends in college.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Gareth, Simon Callow, was one of their teachers in college. He was a lecturer, and that's how he and Matthew met and got together. Oof, uh, ma
1: goof. Okay. okay. I mean,
0: again, this is full-grown adults. Sure. Scarlet was found under Charles's kitchen table after a party and has lived there ever since. What? Yes. She's like Elf on the Shelf. She's kind of like the Elf on the Shelf. Except instead of leaving her cookies, you just leave her tabs of ecstasy. (laughs) Oh, God. It was the 90s. Uh, And then Tom is Fiona's brother. Yes. Yes. So and David is Charles's brother. But again, we have none of this context. Yeah. At all. Anyway, they all get ready. This is the part that confused me about Tom and Fiona because they come down to breakfast and their maid says, Master and Mistress Staten, are you ready? Which to me would have implied married, but that's just their titles. Yes. You know, or whatever. Uh so they all pile into Tom's car and drive, but Hugh Grant and Scarlett are late. So they hastily get dressed. The car won't start. They decide to take Scarlett's car, but it only goes 40 miles an hour. I love the cut from, but my car only goes 40 miles an hour to them like speeding and like what looks like a smart (laughs) car now, like a very tiny car
1: going faster than 40 miles an hour, like passing people on the the oh, M1 yeah. or whatever. I,
0: I think it is the M1 because yeah. then they have to take the B359 or yes. whatever to get off. But they end up stopping and reversing on the highway, oh, which I was just like, oh my God, that. this is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um. But they all pull up at a wedding, literally right after the bridesmaids and flower girls arrive and they're trying to zip Scarlet into her dress as the bride arrives. Hugh Grant has to rush through because we find out that he's one of the fucking groomsmen. He's the best
1: man in this wedding. He's
0: the best man (laughs) and he's like late he even comes up and is like
1: i'm so sorry you should be happy to know i'm planning on killing myself later and the guy who's getting married is like don't worry tom was here to step in which will i think that's the first time we like meet tom and tom says something but we've seen him before so we recognize him right and then he's like we're good don't worry about it as long as you have the rings hugh grant and he's like i do have the rings and he
0: pats his like His coat, and he clearly does not have the rings. He doesn't have them, yeah, exactly. You can just read it on his face even before he officially tells you. You're like, he doesn't have the rings. Yes.
2: I connected with the scene in a way that I should, I was like, man, I also have ADD and late and forget things all the time. Hopefully, not to my best man situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am the best. Lady, matron of, of honor. Of honor. Because, matron of honor because you're matron married. Matron yeah. of honor because I'm already married for a wedding in the fall. And uh, I hope I don't, I mean, I guess I don't have to hang on to them. We had our officiant hang on to ours. Yeah,
1: I don't understand why you would give y- the rings to the best man before the wedding. Like, why would you give them to him before it?
2: Okay, so when I officiated that wedding in January, yeah. I was so nervous. Like, one, I'd be late. Two, forget things I got to say. Forget the rings. Because I had all of that. I had to do all that stuff. Yeah. And I was scared to death. So I had like no cards with everything I had to say. And then I had the rings like close to me. It went well, but I was like, ooh, it was a lot.
1: Mikey, you can officially marry people? Yeah. yeah. I need to get ordained or whatever so we can do that. Yeah. And then that should be like the highest tier of the Romancing the Pod oh, level. Oh, that we marry you?
0: <laughs> ah! I mean, you have to you have to account for like, Travel, but it's super easy to get ordained. Like it's, it's only twenty minutes. Yeah, it's it's just like you file some paperwork online, and then depending on your state, you usually have to file like one other thing. Like depending on what state you're ordained in or whatever. But like, yeah, it's it's stupidly easy. Okay, so he spots Annie McDowell. Uh, gets distract distracted. The bride enters. We get into the ceremony. They're criticizing her dress, even though it looks like every other nineties wedding dress we see in the movie, pretty much and he has to kind of like motion to his friends in the audience congregation uh, that he doesn't have the rings and they source rings among themselves to make it work and one is like a big heart clowny kind of ring that was clearly (laughs) Scarlet's I love that so much the other is like a wing ring with a skull (laughs) it's like a
1: hell's angels ring is what it looks (laughs) like I loved it
0: also I have an
1: update oh I am now an ordained minister with the Universal Life Church. You did it. I'm going to go ahead and have them print my certification and send it here and I'll frame it.
0: I I do not have time to get ordained today because as soon as we're done with this, I got to like go into high gear packing and getting all my shit ready. But then when I come back, I'll get ordained. I love this. So... They they do get the rings handled and they sing a hymn and they kind of like do it during the hymn, yeah. which it made me think because I technically was married in the Episcopalian church and they gave us choices of hymns. And we're like, well, we're not in a church, though. So my sister sang Queen. What song was it? You're my best friend. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Do you guys ever like in your family
1: do anything that isn't awesome? No, we're planning Aaron's <laughs> wedding right now and it's
0: pretty fucking rad. I can't wait to get an invite to that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? Uh, it's a short guest list. <laughs> Come on! I'm practically a brother.
2: I'm actually officiating.
0: What? <laughs> I actually don't know who's officiating.
2: Mikey, let's tag team it. We could both, we're both ordained. You're such a little brother. Like you cannot
0: tag along
2: and like officiate with me.
0: <laughs> anyway, so they have the goofy rings on, but then the wedding continues and this was like i don't know about the weddings y'all have been to for my wedding i had a strict rule of the ceremony not lasting more than 30 minutes yes the shorter the ceremony the better the wedding yeah i i said if you can get it to 20 we're best friends i've been to some weddings that are like an hour hour and a half long and it's unnecessary guys not everyone needs to do a reading not everyone needs to sing a song pick and choose yep like Get us in and out of there. So I think my wedding was like it was max 30 minutes, if that. Perfect. Uh, and I feel like everyone should strive for that. I like unless you have a cultural or religious yes. reason why I was about to say longer. that. Like
1: I've been to a Hindi wedding that was three hours and like they are That's doing different. stuff that whole time. Right. And I loved it. It was really cool because I didn't know anything about it. And I was learning a lot. And that was cool. Yeah. And that wedding had some of the best food I've ever had in my life. I'm sure, But uh, unless it's like a cultural thing, keep it as short or, as yeah, possible. Or a
0: specific religious thing. And yeah. this wedding is a perfect example of like four different people sing or yes. do readings or do things. It's not an open mic. It's not arts and crafts time. <laughs> pick the people you want to pick and let that be it. And let's get in and out of here in 30 minutes so we can all go up and eat dinner and dance. Like, come on. Absolutely. Yes. I have strong feelings. I also think toast shouldn't be more than 30 seconds long. I'm The best
1: man toast that... He Hugh Grant does right after this, the wedding scene. I think he does a great job. It's funny.
0: Yeah. He's in and out. He's in and out in 30 seconds. Yeah. I always say 30 seconds. Keep it about the couple. Keep it pushing. Yep. If you're not, if you're not a joke person, don't tell a joke. No one needs a joke. It's fine. It
1: doesn't. Ha- yeah. You don't have to do a joke. I once saw a best man. He was not a joke teller and he went up, started with a very bad joke. I cannot remember what the joke was, but it wasn't good. And it got the polite, like, ha 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 sort of laughter. Right. Right. And then he goes, my dad always told me that when you start off a talk, there's nothing like a good joke. And I guess that was nothing like a good joke. And everyone <laughs> laughed. Like,
0: he had that in his pocket. And I was like, I have so much respect for you. So we cut to after the wedding. And this is where we meet a lot of the people that we previously have just seen in a montage. So like this is where Gareth is talking about Scarlett's dress with the like, protestant orange ecclesiastical purple the perfect marriage yeah. of heathen and christian traditions like that's why you wore it right and she's just like oh uh, yeah sure
1: she didn't <laughs> wear it because it looks just like something cindy Lauper would wear that's for sure
0: honestly i want that dress though <laughs> it looked great uh she's definitely like the cindy Lauper character of she this is yeah and I, I love her she's great in this movie she is great but this is when hugh grant starts asking everyone about who carrie is and finds yeah. out that like She's American. It's very much the scene in Scott Pilgrim of like, do you know who Ramona Flowers is? Yeah, I heard she here from New York, and she's real badass. Yeah. Like, because people are just like, she's American. She reads Vogue. She's kind of a slut. And you're just like, hey, hold on, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do love that when Because they do call her a slut But Hugh Grant is like Oh really
0: Oh really (laughs) He's like Oh I'm now
1: more interested in it
0: Even though I'm not going to do anything With that information But also Didn't ask for value judgments Just facts Bitch Anyway But this is where she says Do you think I'd hate him as much If he wasn't my brother And again We're not sure who it's directed as That's why I thought she was married For like half this movie Yeah So we Cut to them going through The processional Basically the receiving line For the wedding Where they get to see the bride And everything I loved
1: The lead up to that because they're like walking up And they're like I never know what to say at these things And they're like just go with the standard like You must be very proud and then you see all Of them
2: say that to the processional
0: Every single one of (laughs) them So funny we see Hugh Grant try to approach Carrie And he kind of chickens out He goes and gets a couple glasses of wine And that's what he's gonna kind of yeah. like Use to talk to her And then
1: well he does go over there And gives her one of the glasses of wine And they start to hit it off very briefly And then a friend comes over And like interrupts <laughs> yes. them And then Hugh Grant puts his big ass foot in his mouth It's so fucking funny It's so good though
0: Cause he's, he's like how's your girlfriend <laughs> Well she's not my girlfriend anymore Sorry to hear it buddy And he's like cause she's my wife Well no <laughs> like, before, he,
1: before the guy says she's my wife He goes I'm not too sorry to to hear that? Because she was still sleeping with this other guy, or whatever. Right, right, right. And he goes, "Oh well, she's my wife now." And he's like, "Ah!" I mean, he doesn't say that, but like, <laughs> you can see in his face, like, "Oh, okay." I love later that night, the later at the first wedding, you see him and his wife sitting next to each other, and he's like looking at her, like he's very upset.
0: Yeah, they're like not speaking. Yeah, I great. do love kind of the other wedding guests that end up at each one of these weddings, and a lot of them are the same people, yeah. but yeah. in like different pairings and mix. Yes. Anyway, this is also where in these kind of this kind of them like making their way through the wedding where we meet Rowan Atkinson's character who's like an aspiring priest yes. and Fiona <laughs> Just keeps talking about sex and he's just like, Ooh. it's very, it's hardcore season one Black Adder and I'm here for it. Yes. Thank you. Paige. I was about to say, it reminds yes. me of Black Adder so much. Yes. But before they realized that Black Adder was a sarcastic douchebag, yes. it's season one yes. for sure. Yes. God, I love Rowan
1: Atkinson so much. He's so good.
0: He made some problematic comments that he immediately walked back earlier in pandemic. More of like being an old man, not understanding cancel culture. You know, yeah, the norm for people that age. That makes sense. The thing that I do like about him is no one plays discomfort. Oh, I know. Better than he does. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I love it.
1: And I know it's not in this wedding. I think it's the second or third wedding. But like when he is the guy doing the wedding, he has a full ass movie arc in that. One scene where he like can't get it right. And they're like coaching him through it. And then he gets (laughs) it right.
0: And he's like, yes. "Yes." But there's also something in that scene. And I guess we'll talk about it more when we get to it. But where it's a thing that happens in one of the worst Bond movies of you to a kill uh, where Ah. someone's name is spelled St john like st period for the abbreviation for saint and then john yeah. j-o-h-n and they pronounce it sinjin <laughs> and i fucking hate it hate it every time i hear it that's not as what and, and it's this like sinjin Smythe, like it's like they're trying to abbreviate and there's one of those in the multi name yeah thing that he's trying to do with the vows and he bungles it a couple times and i'm just like yeah, you could just say St. John. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we're doing the Sinjin nonsense. Don't email me about it. I don't care. Uh, anyway, so we cut to Hugh Grant. I almost said Hugh Jackman. That would have been a very different movie. What if Wolverine was just in this movie? Oh. <laughs> like, no more Hugh Grant, just Wolverine. <laughs>
2: Wolverine going at to a multiple wedding. weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but Annie
0: McDowell's Jean Grey, and she marries Cyclops. Yes, I mean that's just as toxic. <laughs> I was gonna say keep everything the same. I just want Wolverine in a wedding. <laughs> that's all I want. Not yeah. But yes, you're right. Jean Grey and Cyclops just as toxic. Yeah. No, no.
2: Jean Grey and Wolverine
1: also toxic. Oh yeah. All of them. But if you're an X man and you're in love with another X man who's not in love with you, just go flirt with Mystique. Like, what are you doing? You <laughs> could be like, can you turn into Gene
0: Cray for yeah. a
2: sec? Oh, that's so not cool. That's, that's so super not cool. not cool.
0: Mystique is a person.
2: Todd, that's like if Natalie was like, Todd, I want you to role play as Mikey tonight. I would do it. Oh my God, don't do it. Yeah. I don't like that. I'd bring that
1: vitamin water out. It would be over.
0: <laughs> and she was like, I like dragon fruit. Why'd you bring the lemonade one? <laughs> um, <laughs> what about what Mystique wants? Okay. Oh,
1: Mystique's going to get whatever she wants.
0: Okay, but what if she's like, can you turn into Henry Cavill? No, you can't. Stop using my gift against me. I'll say this. If I had the same power as
1: Mystique and she was like, I want to fuck Henry Cavill, I'd be like, okay, I will look like Henry Cavill for you. And honestly, I'd probably stay so long looking like Henry Cavill, it would get stuck. Like, I don't know (laughs) the length of time you could stay as a a morphed character or
0: whatever you call that. It's not the length. It's more the motion of the character. Uh,
2: I just don't know about that.
0: I absolutely would. You would lose your sense of self. Yeah. The
1: complexities
2: of the changelings. What do you think would be the best superpower to have for sex? Oh, for sex specifically? Sex? Well, I mean, like, if
0: you're an X-Man, who's having the best sex? And anyone with telekinesis, and I'll tell you why. Because you have two hands and two feet, but they're not as useful. You've got two (laughs) hands and a tongue. That's limits to where you could be. But if you have telekinesis, your hands could be free to roam, and you could be controlling toys, controlling lube, controlling the bed, controlling everything that is true. with your mind. Yeah, you're fucking her with your
2: mind, Mikey.
0: Just like Doctor <laughs> Manhattan in The Watchmen. All right, hear me out. As a
2: lazy lover, what if you controlled like earthquakes and stuff, so you could just sit there? Just go sit on the washing machine. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's not fun. You like be? You just like have the whole world moving. You know. <laughs> No, but I, instead of telekinesis, I would do telepathy. So, like, you could really get in there. You yeah, know, you, really? you always no, know then, what she needs. Mind, yeah. Fuck that. You'd them. be
0: immediately, you would immediately know if they were thinking about somebody else.
2: It might ruin it for you. Well, then you could take that thought out because you could, like, just invade their brain or whatever.
0: No, you don't just get to remove it. You just get to hear it.
2: Yeah, I don't want to read. I would never want to read people's thoughts because I know my thoughts and I don't want anyone to ever hear those. Yeah, I don't want to read people's thoughts
1: either because I also know your thoughts, Mikey, and they are terrible. Todd can read our minds. (laughs)
2: Mikey, I'm not really comfortable with Todd reading our minds. I don't think he can read our minds. You
1: don't think I can, Mikey? (laughs) That means there's part (laughs) of you
2: that thinks I can. What X-Men character am I thinking about in a sexual way right now? It's probably Mystique. No, it's not Mystique. Is it Rogue? I was thinking about how Magneto, if you had Magneto's pop powers you could control those <laughs> and how that scene that scene in that movie in X-Men 2 would have been like way more hilarious if that's how he got out of the prison <laughs> she, just, oh. she just sneaks in bin-wab-ball. and then they're like they're like they're spinning in his hand you know and you're like oh those were yeah. like a person and he pulled them <laughs> out yeah,
0: like man I bet she had the best Saturday of her life <laughs> <laughs>
2: Too much iron in your vagina.
0: <laughs> but you'd need, you would need—you would need the correct sound effect, and like the like. The, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry. See, Todd can't read my mind because that was a really specific weird thought that I was. definitely not want people to read. Just passing me on the street.
0: Hey girl, is that Alkali Lake or are you just excited to see me? Oh my god. I love X-Men too. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah.
2: But how much better would it be if, if like a like a woman came and he's like, oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like a like a, a exploding out of her pants? The front here's the thing though, the comedian in me always wants to craft this as a joke and he would need to pull two other things that couldn't help him out first. <laughs> no i would cut to her boyfriend across the office being like oh shit <laughs> oh no i forgot she had the meeting with magneto today <laughs> how did metal get in this building oh because oh, i'm picturing him like a stapler like
2: <laughs> stapler i barely know her
1: now that we know what mikey wants to do with the benoit balls uh let's move on
0: yeah pull seven wings that <laughs> lady's vagina with magic Whoa. Why is it wings? Because it's all about the chicken, Todd. We're, we're pivoting to a Page. chicken podcast. Think about think about that
2: scene where they're spinning in his hand, and he kills all the people. Except, what yeah. if they weren't in his hand? They were in a woman.
0: I mean, that I like. I have been thinking about it. And I'm like, somebody <laughs> make one of these. I'm pretty sure they do make. <laughs> have you ever wanted a tornado in your snatch? Get ready, twister. It's got to be Twister. Twister. That's not a romantic comedy or a horror movie, but I love that movie. We should invent that sex toy and just call it
1: the Dick The
0: Dick But that just. I'm just picturing like a dildo helicoptering, and that's not no, the no, same. No, no, that's not what I'm thinking. No, that's not the precision of the <laughs> of the balls. Well,
2: the ball pit. I don't <laughs> hate that name. <laughs> Okay, what's the next scene? I'm not going to be useful this episode because I picked this movie and hated it and did not pay attention, and I'm sorry. Mikey,
1: you just brought up Magneto and his powers with Ben Waballs. You're well worth your weight in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're crushing
0: at it. At least roughly the weight of those Ben Wobbles. <laughs> and as
2: more people at work listen to this, all I think about is like, well, should I say it? I'm like, I-, I can't stop myself. That's why I wanted you on these podcasts, Mikey. You're perfect. Charles the game is <laughs> over, Charles!
1: We've already invaded the vaginas. He, he's got so many been, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 It's just women hanging by their like midsection like <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Show short circuit, Charles!
2: Uh. <laughs> and he like uses his mind power and stops everything, you know, he's like, like they're all dropping down.
0: <laughs> or no, they're like, You fool. That amount of rust you can't control. <laughs> I can't. Okay, we've got to move on with this movie, or else we're going to talk about the implications of sex toys in the X Men this whole time.
2: <laughs> Is that a podcast? Each week we pick, we go over a different Marvel sex character toy? and how they would be at sex. <laughs> that podcast has to exist, right? It does now. Maybe. Let's do it. It does
0: <laughs> it does now. Can I get you cunts a sex toy? <laughs> a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> and Anyway, so Hugh Grant goes over to talk to his brother, and this is where they're signing... And Serena, one of the other guests at the wedding, notices and talks to Fiona and is like, who is that? He's super dreamy. And so this is our first inkling that she's got a thing for Hugh Grant's brother. Yeah. We cut to them eating dinner and Carrie, uh, Annie McDowell, is seated one table over. Uh, Scarlett sits down and she just immediately kisses the person next to her on the lips, a person she does not know, and then just says, Don't let me drink too much. I get too flirty. (laughs) And then we cut away. We don't really see her for the rest of this wedding all that much.
1: I'm pretty sure I know what she's doing. Pretty sure. Flirting with that dude. Yeah.
0: We cut over to where Hugh Grant is sitting and he's seated next to like an elderly relative of the bride and groom. And he says, hi, I'm Charles. And he's like, Charles died 20 years ago. And he's like, I think a different Charles. He's like, I know my own brother.
1: (laughs) I love how that guy comes back at the end
2: too. I do too.
0: Yeah. Oh, so funny. But then... Hugh Grant gets up and gives his speech and it's great. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but he plays it pretty perfectly and does a toast. They sit back down. Then they start their first dances. Their first dance is to Crocodile Rock, which I love. Love
1: it too. So good.
0: And no one, not a single person at this wedding can dance. I'm sure it's because of the amount of whites at this wedding, but also as they were failing to dance, I was like, how did they conquer most of the known world? <laughs> like, I was just like, how did the British do anything if they cannot follow a rhythm? Well, you
2: see, that was hundreds of years ago before the inbreeding was as bad as this. Now.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, Mikey, I would normally oh, be like, Hey, don't Mikey. make those jokes. Except in this movie, <laughs> someone marries a cousin. <laughs> so like, true. you earned it. You earned yeah. it. Anyway, so uh, next it's Gloria <laughs> Gaynor's I Will Survive. And this is the first time we get to see Gareth dance, and he's my favorite bad dancer. So do you remember when I told you I dance at weddings? Is it like
1: this? I dance a lot like Gareth, and I wish yeah. that wasn't the case. <laughs> but I I, will, I mean, I was very honest when I mentioned this. Like, I cannot dance. The only time you'll see me dance is at weddings, because no one really cares. It's like all about just having fun and cutting loose yeah. and whatever. But yeah, I sort of dance like that.
0: Cause he is just having a blast. And my thing is like, if you're a bad dancer, but you're having a good time, more power to you. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. It's like people who can't sing doing karaoke and just really doing it. But just like committing to yeah, it. It's
2: fun to watch. Hot. I've been practicing a new karaoke song. I can't wait to see it.
0: Oh no. But my favorite is what Matthew says about this, where he just says, the first time I saw Gareth on the dance floor, I feared lives would be lost. <laughs> and you're just like,
1: what? I mean, that's fair though. After seeing Gareth dance.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to accidentally kick a kid or yes. something. Anyway, at this point, Hugh Grant is asking him and a couple other people, like, have you ever had essentially the like confidence to just go up to somebody that you've just met and be like, let's bone or whatever? Because yeah. that's what he essentially wants to do with Carrie. And he gets a really interesting answer of like, no, we're English, which I thought was very funny. That to just be like, no, we're more reserved than yeah. that. That's not how this works. I thought it was very funny considering what happens later because she more or less does that to him. Yes, yeah, 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 she basically does. We do meet one of the bridesmaids, uh her I believe her name is Lynn, she's the next one to get married. And I it's her and Bernard, and I don't remember her name unfortunately. But she's sitting at a table and is just like, "I was promised sex if I was a bridesmaid and no one here is sexing at my face." And Bernard's like, "I could I could sex your face." And she's just like, "No, I'm not that desperate." But then we cut back to them moments later and they're tongue deep in each other. So good for them. I do love that Bernard
1: was like, no, of course not. Yeah. Okay. If, if you change your mind. I love that so much. It was so funny. <laughs> it was like the most British like apology and acceptance that he's not up to snuff or whatever. And then literally like three <laughs> yeah. minutes later, they're like making out.
0: Yes. Well, and anytime they referred to him as Bernard, I thought of Nursey from Blackadder. What's your yeah. name,
1: Bernard? But also, I fully believe she gets pregnant this night because they're getting married three months later. Yeah,
0: three months later or whatever it is. Like so nuts. Almost immediately. That's
2: what I want in my love story.
0: The bride of this wedding, I think, gets pregnant. They're all
2: pregnant by the end. There's like nine There's like nine kids popped out of there.
0: Well, there's two. At the very last wedding, this bride from the first wedding, which... The last wedding is about a year and a half. Yeah. She has twins. Um, and I think this bridesmaid who gets married like three months later is pregnant. So she probably gets pregnant when Hugh Grant is watching them after oh, their wedding. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, they got the blessing of his icy blue eyes. <laughs> so anyway, they they... Uh, all kind of like wish the bride and groom off because they're leaving. Yeah, uh, they throw the bouquet. There was a sheep in the car. Ha 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 ha! I did think the sheep in the car was funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was very fun. Then everyone kind of goes back to the reception, and I thought it was really funny because they were playing "Love Is All Around You," and I was just like, "Christmas is all around." So that song you. <laughs> plays
1: during the credits at the very end of this movie, and I literally <laughs> looked at Natalie and I was like, "I thought they made up that song for Love Actually." No. I didn't realize it was an actual song.
0: Love is all around you. It's a good song when it's not Christmas themed. Yes. Anyway, so uh, we kind of see everyone as they've made their way back to the tent, try to make their last ditch hookup efforts. Uh, That one girl, Serena, is kind of like thirsting after David, but she won't get a chance at him until a later wedding. Yeah. They're all kind of coordinating like who is staying at the Lucky Boatman, who's staying at the castle well pretty much tom comes over and asks like where are yeah. you
1: staying more or less and he's like we're staying at the lucky boatman he and the girl who like squats on his other bed i don't know her situation but yeah. they're gonna stay at the lucky boatman and he's like well why don't you come over to the castle we've got 137 rooms we're gonna play scrabble and like have a nightcap or whatever and he's like that sounds right. great that sounds wonderful so that's the plan right and then Andy mcdowell comes up and is like hey where are you staying tonight
0: and he's like fuck <laughs> fuck Uh, But this is also when Tom, when he's like, are you the richest man in England? He's like, no, I think we're seventh because of the queen and that Branson fellas well." But like to be the seventh richest person in England is still like, I mean, millions of people above where everyone else is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Just to think his family made all that money exploiting other cultures and people's.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) I mean, you don't get to be that rich without exploiting some people. I mean, they may have just been exploiting other people in the UK, but it very well could have been people overseas. That's generational wealth. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, like, that's... No, that's true. This is... Oh, hey, I did own stock in the Dutch East Indies company. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Like, that, that's yeah, like, what this is. He w- his family
2: was so mad. They're like, oh, our tea got through in the harbor. <laughs> oh, our
0: tea. Every year British on
2: July 4th, they send a bill to uh, the U.S. Congress for all
0: the tea in that ship. But because of inflation, it's only like a dollar. <laughs> you owe us one American dollar for a boat full of tea. Yeah. Anyway. So they're all kind of dispersing. And then Carrie comes up and is just like, yo, where that dick going to be later? (laughs) Which is essentially what she's asking. I don't know why he didn't just invite her or ask Tom if he could invite her, you know? Yeah, I don't. That's what I I
1: would have done, honestly. Like, hey, uh, a bunch of friends are going back to this fucking castle with 137 rooms. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, even if you don't hit it off and you don't hook up. There's like I don't know 130 other rooms she could stay in, yeah, like <laughs> she
0: can stay in. Yeah, so it's fine.
2: Yeah. I can't even imagine that many rooms. Are they themed like a haunted house,
0: <laughs> or like the wedding, the, like the Where's hotel like I got married in that has about 137 that are all themed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, David S. pumpkins
1: is part of it no he's not because he's american (laughs) yeah his own thing (laughs) (laughs) i think we're the only people i know that reference david s pumpkins but i love it yeah no
0: i love david s pumpkins so she reveals that she's staying at the pub that he was supposed to stay at and instead of just inviting her he's like oh uh i was well maybe i'll and she's like okay uh bye yeah and like you know you clearly aren't picking up what i'm putting down yeah Which is these panties onto the ground, (laughs) sir. Uh, So she walks away and they all drunk drive back to that castle. And on (laughs) the way.
2: On the left side of the road.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're used to driving on the left side, I'm sure it's about the same as us drunk driving on the right side. So like. But they
2: don't care because they're in the 1%. I get it. There's also no one
0: else on that road. It's just them. Yeah, they're they're just driving through like the middle of the forest. Yeah. But anyway, they stop and let Hugh Grant out so he can go back to that pub. I
1: love what he says when he gets out. He's like, I'm going to go stay at the Lucky Boatman. I'm writing the collected works of all boat themed pubs or whatever. Pubs. Yeah. We
0: also, we never find out what he does for work, by the way. I think he
1: writes travel books, Paige. Yeah, he's actually writing. but this is the only (laughs) reference. I don't really think he does. I mean, I honestly feel like he lives off of his rich friend who's the seventh richest person in the UK.
0: Yeah. How much could a banana really cost? $10? Yeah, that level of rich. That level
1: of rich, yes. That family's got secrets is all I'm saying. Like, they have done some dark shit. Yeah. I mean, you don't get to be that, like, wealthy without doing, like, dark shit.
2: Yeah, if, like, the thing you're proud of is marrying your cousin, think about what their secrets are like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure their secret is, like, Our great, 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 great uncle was one of the male kept lovers of Queen Elizabeth I. And they're just like, okay, and you survived. Great. Good for you. Scandalous. (laughs) Their great
2: grandfather was General Cornwallis from the movie Patriot. And also the revolution And he surrendered <laughs> to the Americans
1: I like how he was also in the movie though Like they brought back The actual General Cornwallis To play himself in the movie If you look in the credits page It says General Cornwallis as himself, <laughs> as himself.
0: He, he got himself a gem He got himself to a ring of stone circles And then he went through time yep. To fulfill his great purpose Of being in the film Patriot And then he saw a cat call for him. Self. it was faith. So, and actually he came in third initially. <laughs> what is he? Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then he came back. I hear the Dolly Parton one time came in fourth in a Dolly Parton impersonator contest.
2: I believe it, but that's wild. Do you guys like that? I just use all of my good stuff day to day. and I just bring the fumes of myself back to the podcast and I'm like, here's some dumb shit. Take it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it works. Take it. Don't change a thing, Mikey. Take it.
2: I'm running on empty, and I can't run. I can only jog. Jogging on empty. <laughs> there is a like a like a really dramatic version of T Pain's "I'm in Love with a Stripper," and I'm learning it for future karaoke. Yes, Mikey. I bet it's terrible. I can't wait.
0: So uh, he goes to the pub, and he goes to check in. The desk is empty, but she's sitting in the lobby, and. Uh, he tries to claim like oh there wasn't room for all of us and he's like oh it was a castle but it's not a big one just one up and one down pretty unusual <laughs> which I think is really he's implying that it has two bedrooms yeah. <laughs> like a two bedroom castle anyway they they order whiskey and as the guy goes to bring them whiskey another wedding guest comes down and is like, have you seen Carrie? I think I'm in there. And you're just like, Oh no. I love when he says, I think I'm in there.
1: You see Carrie who is no longer in the chair she was
0: sitting in. She's hiding
1: on like behind the couch. She like pokes her head up and looks at Hugh Grant and the the other guy cannot see her because of where he's standing. Mm. And she's like, no, no, he is not in there. (laughs) <laughs> no. And then she like hides back down I loved that
0: mm-hmm. So she kind of makes an escape And talks to the waiter So as the waiter brings the whiskeys He's like yeah your wife said to go back up to room 12 And talk to her and he's like wife Realizes what's happening yeah. And goes up to meet her So that they've successfully avoided this other wedding guest Yes
1: I did like that that is the way That he gets up to her room It wasn't like a sorted yeah. sort of thing It was like they were just trying to avoid This sort of
2: creepy guy
0: Yeah, well, and I like that she specifically is like, come to my room. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Those are the words I want to hear.
0: Well, and oddly enough, he doesn't interpret them as like, hey, what's up? Like, he's still like, we could hang out in the hallway. And you're just like, you, grand But his <laughs> reputation says he is that way. He's like me in that, yeah. where he like
2: doesn't know what he's doing, but then also sometimes has a bad reputation. I don't understand.
1: I mean, they had that whole skulking conversation where each of them uses skulking like it's the word of the day. 50
0: million times, yeah. Like they have a calendar and today's <laughs> word was skulk. Yeah. yeah, but I
1: think he just doesn't want to pressure her or whatever. And she's just like, hurry up and get in my room so we can fuck. Like, that was the vibe I got.
0: Yeah, well, and she eventually makes the first move. She ends up going... 90 well no she goes like 100 and then 100 again and then finally he goes 100 back
1: well they have like the whole conversation about what kind of kiss is appropriate at a wedding right yeah and she kisses him on like the side of the face sort of on the lips but more on the cheek and then the second time is when they first kiss on the lips and then it's just it's definitely down to pound town after that
0: yeah because and and this is a very kind of sweet sex scene and and whatever like it's it's cute we don't know that they're terrible people yet yeah there's nothing wrong with it yeah I mean they're both
1: good people as far as we know we learn better her, but yeah, we have no idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we cut to she packs up the next morning while he's still sleeping and she's like, I gotta go. It really bothered me that they did not kiss each other goodbye.
2: Uh, uh, I mean, if you woke up and you want to leave, that's not something you do.
0: I mean, that's fair. I guess I've
1: just never had that kind of a moment where I didn't want to see that person
0: again. Well, and I don't know that she doesn't want to see him again as much as she's realistic about the potential to see him again, if that makes sense.
1: That is fair. And she also is fully dating somebody. So,
0: yeah, we don't know it yet. But and she hasn't told him because they'll run into each other only a couple months later and she's already engaged.
1: It's three months later and she's engaged. Yeah. Yeah. So I assume that she's already dating that guy.
0: Or has maybe at least Already met him Yeah I don't
2: know Yeah I mean I think she was Dating him just because Everyone in this movie Is terrible Yeah
0: Yeah. Well and she has No problem cheating On him later Like zero Exactly
1: That's the reason I think That they're already dating Because later on The fact that she's With somebody else Does not stop her From sleeping with Hugh Grant
0: I mean the only Piece of evidence That maybe says they weren't Is that when she's Listing out all the people She slept with Hugh Grant is first So if they are dating They haven't slept together yet
1: That is true You're right Or she just lying
0: or she's lying but they they could already be seeing each other who knows so she does this like play thing of like well when are you announcing our engagement I figured we're getting married because we slept together and then it's like ha just joking I did
1: think that was pretty funny
0: But so uh, Lydia, Lydia is that other bridesmaid's name because we cut immediately to the next wedding, which is Bernard and Lydia. Yes. Uh, They're late again, uh, except this time Scarlett has a wig and she's the bridesmaid. Yeah. Like Hugh Grant's not in this wedding. Right.
1: He's just attending.
0: He's just attending. They have to run on foot. And at one point, Scarlett loses a piece of her dress. She also has a terrible wig, but she loses this back bow portion of the dress that keeps the dress closed. Yes. And so we can see her full underwear and stuff later on when the whole back of the dress is open. I love that while they're running to the wedding, they're like running down the street and it starts
1: off with a shot of just, uh, like a street with two people running on it not hugh grant and Scarlett, like two exercising people running on it and then you see hugh grant and scarlet like
2: sprint past them like, yeah, putting like on their, them. yeah like putting on their like wedding clothing it was so funny that would be me running yeah so slow where i'm like oh my god that guy's putting on a full tux and is faster than me
1: <laughs> i hate <laughs> running
2: he's wearing leather
1: soled shoes and he's beating me in this foot race
0: <laughs> we also we we do find out that the reason that they couldn't take a car is because her car is booted yeah. and his car won't start, which I thought was pretty funny. Regardless, they do make it to the wedding. Rowan Atkinson's officiating and it is the bridesmaid and the guy who were tongue deep at the last wedding. Yeah. Three months later, they're getting married. Um, But as Rowan Atkinson starts, he is bungling. It seems good at first, but then he gets to like the Holy goat and he's like, I'm sorry, Holy ghost. And then he can't get their names right. I love Then it. there's the whole confusion of the St. John versus St. John. And then uh, he finally gets their names right. But then it's awfully wedded wife and holy spigot yes. and finally gets through the whole thing. We cut to them doing photos. People keep walking through their wedding photos, which is wild. It is very funny. This is where they all are kind of inside for a cocktail hour and he runs into Carrie again and finds out at this point that she is engaged to Hamish her fiance and Hamish is awful from the jump yeah you they do not seem to like each other you do not know why they're together i know why they're together i mean money yeah he owns half of scotland he owns half of scotland and
2: she is very young
0: have you been to scotland it's beautiful
2: that's true half of scotland months with like four blocks
0: Scotland's huge, bro. Scotland is pretty huge, and there's a lot, um, um many archipelagos of islands. Oh, the Isle of Skye is
1: beautiful.
0: We also find out that he's three times her age. We don't Ugh. find that out till later in the movie. How old is she? We don't know. I guessed mid-20s.
2: He looks really good for 75. Yeah.
0: yeah, I thought she said three times my age is like an
1: offhand comment, but he was probably a little bit more than twice her age. Like if she was yeah. 25, he was 55 or something like that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of assumed that she was in her 20s and he was 60, give or take. That'll be me. (laughs) Mikey, you
1: got to buy a shitload of Scotland.
0: I'm going to murder you first. (laughs) So this wedding is the one where he ends up seated next to all of his exes at one table. Like everyone else gets to sit with Carrie and they meet her and they love her. Yeah. He has to sit with all of his exes. And this is where they go through literally every single one of his exes and find out that they've all heard horrible stories about each other from him. Yes. So, like, he's one of those dudes that immediately after he's no longer with somebody, shit talks that person to the next person. And it's for reasons that are not, like, it's not like they were cheating on him. Like, one of them is, like, she got sick on a trip through India and then he talks shit about it to the next person. Yeah. And then another, another girl was heavier and her... Mom was heavier and he ended up sleeping with both of them and then still talked shit on both of them. Like Hugh Grant's a terrible person in this movie. He
1: is a bad dude. He's the kind of guy who whenever he breaks up with somebody, he's like, man, she was crazy.
0: She was like, fucking like that kind
1: of person, like that sort of toxic dude. Right, Mikey? You would never do
2: that.
0: Uh... <laughs> I get it. I get it. I gotta poop. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey gives very coherent answers to why he's not with someone anymore, and it's usually like... There were problems with communication or we didn't connect on this one thing, but it's not just she's fucking crazy.
1: I think one of the reasons he gave was she smelled like soup. That was a high school. That was a <laughs> high school situation.
2: And like what kind of soup, though? Like pee, like not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like urine or like split pea soup, like split pee.
0: What's the optimal soup to smell like? Uh,
2: tomato basil. Absolutely.
0: Okay. I'll dip my grilled cheese in you all night. Like. I would fucking
2: marry just like a sentient can of constantly refilling tomato basil. Hell yeah.
0: Okay, cool. I I respect that answer. What
2: soups would you marry, Facebook group?
1: I want to hear it.
0: Yeah, what (laughs) soups would you marry? Do you consider macaroni and cheese a soup? Why do they serve it at a bread bowl at Panera? (laughs) Somebody should be asking these questions. I'm going to go on the record as saying
1: mac and cheese is soup, and I love it. Is all pasta soup? I think it depends on the
2: sauce. No. Pasta is pasta.
0: But then why is mac and cheese soup? It's
2: not. It's a pasta. Disagree. Soup. Because there's less runnier versions of mac and cheese, depending on how you're making it. That
1: is true. When I think of mac and cheese, I think of like Stouffer's mac and cheese. And that is more soupy because it's made in the microwave and gross. Like a baked mac and cheese. I mean like-
0: Yeah, baked mac and cheese is not soup. Like
1: casserole mac and cheese, like that sort of consistency is like the good- yes. Sweet ass mac and cheese. And that is not soup.
0: Okay, but if you stack two boxes of Kraft mac and cheese- <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Don't, <laughs>
1: don't reignite this flame. If I learned anything from my you, It's when we had stacked boxes of mac and cheese It just meant we were poor
0: Yeah I uh, as an adult Consistently maintained stacked boxes Of mac and cheese And now someone stole our car So you know what Oh Paige more fucking stacked mac and cheese. Fuck you. Fuck whoever did that. Steal from a dealership. Fuck you. I'm
2: hoping Exhibit stole it and it comes back with a bakery in the back. Oh, see, that'd be great. That'd be
0: amazing. Anyway, we get to Tom's speech at the wedding and he does not do great. Uh, And the family is mad at him and no one laughs at his jokes. Yes. And he outs that there's multiple ex-girlfriends of Bernard there, including an ex-fiance.
1: Worst best man ever.
0: Worst best man ever. Meanwhile, Hugh Grant... Has tr- escaped his table And he's like Hey the only person I have left That I haven't run into Is Henrietta And lo and behold She's right there She
1: literally He turns around And is right next to him
0: We cut over to The same girl Who was into David At the last wedding Has now learned Some sign language To talk to him
1: I thought that this was So cute Like I love their story Yeah Out of this movie It's my favorite
0: Well and they do end up Dancing a little bit Which yeah. is very cute So Hugh Grant Tries to escape To like a side room in this mansion where this wedding is. Yeah. And gets trapped there because the bride and Bernard come in to bone. And first he hides behind the curtains. Then he hides in like a little, I guess, like a water closet. It where is. Where it's like
1: just a sink. Yeah, it's like a sink. Like, that's it.
0: Yeah. But he's just like
1: laying over the sink. And then they finish yeah. quite loudly. And the husband's like, we should go back. And she goes, or we could wait a few minutes and start again. And, and that is clearly what they decide to do. So yeah, he's, and like, he's like, I'm like, I'm not waiting for round two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to get out. Yeah. So he leaves and no sooner has he left the room that he runs into Henrietta and she just immediately starts like scream crying yes. things that her therapist has told her about him yeah to the point where it is very uncomfortable and it's a situation of like if you want to have this conversation this is probably not the time and you're probably yeah. not in the best emotional state to do it and he like extricates himself from that conversation and it's just immediately like oh she's crazy and it's like um okay I mean I'm not gonna say that she maybe did not pick an appropriate time but it sounds like you've treated every woman you've been with badly and so maybe she's got some critiques
1: there's a reason she has those feelings and I'm sure they're super valid after watching this movie Oh, are you about to take Hugh Grant's side Mikey?
2: No I'm not taking his side I've been there you know I've been there where you just like like let's say like you date someone for a little bit and then like you stop dating and then you you think you miss them and so you're like oh I think I want to get back together with them so you like you do and then you're like oh my god no I I don't want this oh no Mikey <laughs> and then like you know that you either gotta have to fake it and be married forever or you break up. Uh, Break up with them And then like You're like t- Doubly terrible <laughs> And then they want you To go to lunch So they can talk to you About 30 minutes About how terrible you are Yeah At Oscar's taco shop
0: <laughs> Were the tacos good then? Uh,
2: they taste a little bitter <laughs> okay all right wait was it the tacos that tasted bitter or the conversation the whole atmosphere was just just bitterness in the air and like yeah it was longer than 30 minutes and i it it was one of those situations where i just was like you have to sit here and you have to take this because you are making this decision so you have to just deal with these consequences yep i've had those kind of conversations too
0: we do get a fun insight into maybe why they didn't connect as much where she's like, you said that you love the band you too. And I said, it sounded like a submarine. And he's like, it does kind of sound like Naval music. Yes. (laughs) She's like, what? I love that. She's like, stop making jokes. And I was like, but that was a good one. I mean, like that was a good one. Now, (laughs) Carrie, who we, while he was hiding from the bride and groom having sex, he saw them leave out the window, or at least he thought he saw her leave out the window, but she comes back to find him. And she's like, I'm leaving the, Wedding now you should Come with me and keep Me company and he's Like you're engaged And She's like no it's Fine you're not that Cute but they Immediately go have Sex again yeah like Immediately and he Leaves while she's Still asleep well I Mean she's I mean
1: He should not have Gone and done that But like she's Engaged it's not like There's a chance for Them to be together Like yeah
0: like it's (laughs) I think there's more of a chance now. Yeah. I mean, It's the, bad like, all around. It's bad all around. Yeah. And so we cut to basically the next Saturday where Hugh Grant wakes up and Scarlett is bringing him breakfast in a sweater that I'm obsessed with and might have <laughs> to try and make. Um, but he... He gets another wedding invitation and it's to Carrie's wedding. Yeah. And it includes a list for their registry. So he goes to the store to try and buy her something and there's nothing under a thousand pounds, which is wild.
1: Why would you invite the guy you cheated on your husband or soon to be husband with to the wedding? Like that seemed so weird to me.
0: Well, here's the other part of it. All of these people get invited to all of the same weddings And for the past two, we've kind of had an idea of how they maybe know each other and like how they end up at these weddings. Carrie's an outsider. She's like
1: she's American. She's
0: American. She's like somebody's work friend that somehow got invited to these two different weddings, but we don't know how she's connected. And then her wedding has like none of the same people at it. Right. So it's like she had to deliberately invite him and his group of friends To be there. Yeah.
2: I I wish she would have married an older person in the background of one of the other weddings so it made more sense.
0: Yeah something I don't know But maybe
2: she did Because they all look The same over there
0: <laughs> I think the reason They get invited To her wedding Or at least his friends do Is because I mean I think She invites him deliberately I think so too But I think she invites His friends because They sat with her At the last wedding And now they're friends Could be And she, she does invite His brother in this scene And she says I want to have as many Friends there as possible As opposed to the Terrible people That Hamish is inviting Because it's just All old people Because he's old
1: Yeah well She invites the brother after she takes him dress shopping
0: Which is wildly inappropriate Like what
1: are you doing Like if I was hung up on a girl Like he is clearly hung up on her I would not go wedding dress shopping with her
0: Regardless she's taking the person that she is cheating on her husband with Wedding dress shopping Yeah absolutely yeah page
2: i know it's terrible on either side of it it's okay it's not like he tells her he's in love with her right at the like right afterwards literally in 10 minutes he does like oh oh (laughs) right 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 i would definitely have tried to make a move in in the dressing room if we're gonna do this let's do it you know what i'm saying like let's bang in the wedding dress. that brings me to one of my weird
0: critiques of this movie um she seems to be shopping for a wedding dress in just a normal department store sure no they don't sell wedding dresses (laughs) there
2: They do over there.
0: Well, but that's the thing. There's none on the racks or anything. (laughs) The set is all like party clothes and cocktail dresses, which are not something that you would buy in the same place where you would buy a bridal dress, except at like a David's Bridal, which is not necessarily something that they have over there. Which David's Bridal in, in America is like your... Costco of wedding dresses just because there's so many like it's 2000 wedding dresses and only two are plus size and fuck y'all but anyway yeah
2: I'd still try to like I mean if you're gonna be a Bad person, like you just gotta try to hook up in a wedding dress, right?
0: But you can't in the wedding parlor, you're never alone with those dresses. You are assigned someone that gets you in and out of them and carries them with you while you're wearing I wanna them. I want to be the most
2: dodgy I could be, you know what I'm saying? Stodgy, they should sneak off to the loo.
0: You have clearly <laughs> never been around either a so close enough to somebody in a wedding dress to see how they move and how that could happen, but also be. Anywhere where people are shopping for wedding dresses. I've
2: never been shopping for wedding I've been around a lot of wedding dresses, but yes.
0: You have to basically be ready to be naked in front of many of your family members to shop for wedding dresses. That
2: sounds very British.
0: It's the fucking worst, <laughs> man. Anyway, so she tries on a bunch of different things and is even like, this is too sexy, this is whatever. Yeah. It's super inappropriate. And then they go to lunch and he's supposed to meet his brother, but he's like, I could be late. And at lunch, she basically runs him through, like, everyone that she slept with, just her history. All 32 of them, or 33 All of them. 33. 33 is her fiancé. 32 was him. And he's disgust. Like, I I did feel
2: he was very judgy during this, this whole thing.
0: Very judgy, but I also, I also thought it was weird that she made a point to talk about how 33 is her fiancé, and that's fine, or whatever, but 32 was lovely. Like, she's yeah. making it a point... To legitimize the feelings that he is yeah. feeling and the connection that they have. She's like stringing a very him along. In an inappropriate way. She is stringing yeah, him along. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Well, some people do that. And it's very hurtful to the person I do it with. It is.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, he also is not communicating that emotional boundary because he's also playing into it. Like yeah. he is taking an equal part in the affair because they're both bad people. But like, I think she specifically is giving... At minimum, mixed signals of like, I'm getting married, we're not a thing, but then also come try wedding dresses on with me. And and the times that we have had sex was lovely and I really enjoyed it and we're going to talk about it.
1: I don't think they're super mixed signals. I think she's very into just fucking Hugh Grant on the side.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's terrible, but yeah. Yeah. So they go to meet up with his brother, who he was supposed to meet for a movie, and now they're late. Um, and she goes to leave and she... Or or she's meeting his brother and his brother in sign is confirming like, hey, this is the person you've been sleeping with. Right. What do you mean she's getting married to somebody else? Like what's happening? Uh, She pieces out and he chases after her. And that's where he's like, I think I love you. And she's just like, you're lovely and walks away. (laughs) I do. I I did like love the way he does this, although I hate that he
1: does it. I just find him very charming. I just wish he didn't do this. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't love the way he did it either because it's the it's the Hugh Grant's, th- it's the thing that everyone makes fun of Hugh Grant for, the, like, stammering yes. over your words, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. I think it's very charming. I don't think it's charming at all. I have things to do and places to be. I do stammer over my words when I'm telling someone I love them for the first time.
1: Oh, Mikey.
0: And that's
2: why you'll never hear me stammer for words, Todd. <laughs> oh, Mikey. Oh. <Aww. laughs>
0: why can't you just tell me you love me? Anyway, (laughs) at this point in the movie, I do not understand why she is still marrying that other guy other than money. Like, take money out of the equation because she works for Vogue and she is purported to be moneyed on her own. So, yeah. like,
2: I don't understand that. I don't understand why they love each other. I don't understand Hugh Grant loving her. They're like they like had sex twice and they didn't see each other. After, like, but between that,
0: here's my thing. She clearly seems to think that she has some sort of connection with Hugh Grant. She is spending all this time with him. She is Actively talking about them as a them. Yeah. And yet is still just, yeah, but I'm going to marry this other guy. Why? Yeah. And doesn't give any good concrete reasons for it. And then anytime we see her with the other guy, there's no chemistry at all. <laughs> and it's the first time in this movie where I'm like, why are people actively marrying people they don't like? I don't fucking understand. Some people settle. But she doesn't have to. He's right there. That's what. Paige,
2: I've been right there, but they still settle.
0: Yep. I was going to say the same thing, Mikey. But here's the thing. (laughs) She was already married to that guy. And it's a lot harder to get unmarried from someone than it is to just not marry somebody. That's true. Because right now she has no legal ties. She could cut and run whenever she wants. The wedding isn't even planned. She hasn't even bought a dress yet. But then she doesn't own a fourth of Scotland, Paige. Who gives a shit? They end up breaking up like two or three months after they get married. So why the fuck did she get married at all? I don't understand it. I mean, I do think it's a bad idea to marry someone
1: who's three times your age, as she says, but also while you're having sex with somebody else.
0: Yeah. And the end of this movie seems to think that marriage itself is the problem. And I'm like... No, it's these people.
2: <laughs> it's these two well, people. There are some people who have happy marriages, like when in the background, but I mean like <laughs> not Hugh Grant.
0: Not not our main characters where they're like, how about we just never get married? Because like marriage is the w- and you're just like, What? No. You're just two people that don't communicate and tried to marry people that you don't like, even though you fully have the option to not hurt those people and marry them when you didn't like it Like you Character with agency could have called it off. Both of you had chances to call off your wedding. Well, Hugh Grant does. No, his brother does. Well, I mean, he does, but like. He wasn't gonna. I
1: mean, you're probably right. He wasn't, but eventually he does. He was just gonna marry
0: that girl. Yeah,
1: probably. But he eventually does. Like, it's all terrible no one in this movie n- none of the two main characters
0: are good people right so we get to Scotland we get to their wedding he's yeah. late again and the wedding is low-key gorgeous it's a beautiful yes, wedding it's awesome. I think this is my favorite one visually it's awesome and they have a Kaylee uh, a, a Scottish dance party
1: yeah well and bagpipes like they do the whole thing and right bagpipes. like everyone's in a kilts I loved it
0: here's my frustration he has the chance he comes into this wedding right at the point where he can object he doesn't object no like she doesn't nobody does this wedding happens even though multiple people are like this is a bad idea yeah (laughs) nobody stops it in this situation if I was him though I wouldn't
1: object either
0: I wouldn't be there I mean but he shouldn't because he has no guarantee that she is going to invest in his relationship at all exactly especially because he's only seen her cheat on people right oh yeah but she showed up at my wedding I'd
1: be like awesome you're gonna watch me get married today I would not be like oh maybe we can be together because I know full well that she is gonna cheat on me
0: yeah and and the only reason I'm glad he calls off his wedding at the end is because I don't think it's fair to Henrietta. Me either. I do love at the very end of the
1: credits, we get to see that she marries somebody. Like, I really liked that they included that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, and Henrietta's at this wedding and says one of the worst things where she's like, I'm so sorry, I behaved atrociously last time, but right now I weigh almost nothing and I've got a new boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, this is a horrifying peek into your emotional (laughs) stability yeah (laughs) this is horrible because at this point i'm like she has both an eating disorder and is potentially struggling with some codependency it's gonna be extra bad when he's a dick to her later like you mean when he breaks her up from her new boyfriend convinces
1: her to marry him and then leaves her at the altar leaves her at the fucking altar she's gonna have some issues with trust later on i think
0: deservedly so because he did her fucking wrong anyway And they call her duck face the whole fucking time. I've
2: made some mistakes, but I've never left someone at the altar yet.
0: Yes. Same. I still want to
2: go to a wedding where someone gets left at the altar.
0: Anyway, this is the (laughs) wedding at which Fiona pulls Hugh Grant aside and is like, I've been in love with you the whole time. And in my notes, I just say is she not his sister? <laughs> because this is when I realized they weren't siblings. Anyway, she's like, it's always been you. And he basically holds her hand and is like, aren't you cute? I sort of like the way he handles this on some level because I, I think it's clear he's not romantically attracted to her. Like, he's,
1: he doesn't want that. Right. But he still is sort of, like, there for her. I wish he had said more. Like Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I don't know. Because he
1: does just sort of hold her hand and is like, that sort of sucks for you. But at least he didn't, like, just... Walk away or whatever like no I can't Deal with this right. right now
2: like what's wrong With her she's like really cool and like Gorgeous and well she marries Prince Charles Lee I know I saw that I love that That's true <laughs> I honestly wanted after Wedding
1: three For Hugh Grant and Fee to start dating And we see some of that And then them get married 10 months later or whatever
0: Maybe except that we don't have enough build up for that Through the other hour and a half of this movie Yeah it
1: would have to like focus on their friendship Between the other weddings and funeral Yes And then them get married But like I don't know. Hugh Grant's a horrible main character and Andy McDowell's also pretty trash. So I didn't really want either of them to be together. So I was like hoping that Fee was like the saving grace, but she's not.
0: Yeah. We cut through everyone else enjoying themselves at the wedding. This is where Gareth has the whole thing of like, oh, I'll get you Oscar Wilde's fax number. Yeah. uh, Even though he's very dead. Well, and so is Gareth. Well, later tonight.
2: So are fax machines.
0: So are fax machines. Uh, He's got the fun dancing. Yes. uh, And, as they're giving toasts gareth collapses and has what i we find out later is a heart attack but it was yeah. very triggering for me as someone who right before I got married, my now husband collapsed and had a seizure at a wedding. And that was fucking terrifying. And it was at like kind of the same point of the wedding. So I was just like, Oh God. But Gareth dies. Yeah. He died. They take him into another room and he
1: fully dies. And then they have to go tell Matthew because Matthew was not with them. Right. And they, we don't see that conversation. We just see, I think it's Tom walk
0: over to Matthew and it's
1: just so sad. Like, Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. is brutal. And we cut to the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, a small funeral going from like the house to the church. And I did. Re- I mean, I I know it's because it's historically accurate, but it did really bother me when they were like his closest friend. I was like, I mean partner lover like anything but they give it nothing
1: i know and that's almost one of the saddest parts of the movie to me
0: that's why i cried so much harder because of that yeah yes. like
1: this guy is fully gareth's husband like yes it wasn't legal but they lived together they loved each other they were fully like husbands and they yes. say close friend
0: close friend and i do think the i i think it's on purpose i think the movie is trying to show like yeah i think
1: it's on purpose too thi- yeah.
0: this this is true lo- like This is what all of these people should be aspiring to is this level of love.
1: And I did love it's after the funeral, but when Tom and Hugh Grant are talking about Matthew and Gareth, he's like, you know, I've always looked at our group as just like a bunch of singles, like banding together in these weddings. But we fully had a... you know a married couple more or less In our, in our midst yeah yeah and then I, I think it's Hugh Grant says yeah Like bloody traitors or something like that It was, Yeah traitors like, in
0: our midst is Yeah what that's says. what it was yeah. yeah
1: but that's after the Funeral
0: that's after the funeral and and There's not much other than the speech at The funeral other than Carrie's there and we know that she's Cut her honeymoon short because of it Yeah but during that conversation with Tom And Hugh Grant this is where You find out that Tom is pretty dumb uh, Because he's like I hope I die before my Children and I'm like most of the time that's how that happens i realize not all the time but like statistically there's nothing worse than having to watch
1: a parent bury their child i've done it it's not fun
0: of course not but i also like so sad him not understanding how time works in this conversation pretty dumb (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it does happen
1: like it it happens often like it's real sad
0: it is but he also reveals that he's not even really conscious of the concept of the type of love that they just witnessed at this funeral. Yeah, He just wants someone friendly, which is like...
1: I did love his his explanation. He was like, I'm not looking for the lightning bolt like you are. I'm looking for a lady who's friendly, who I like the look of, and she is not repulsed by the way I look. And I was yes. like, dude's setting the bar super low. <laughs> yep.
0: At this point, Hugh Grant is like, well, maybe waiting for the run. One true love stuff gets you nowhere.
2: I yeah. felt that moment. In my bones. But this
0: causes him to make a horrible decision, Mikey. It does.
2: I also feel that in my
1: bones. (laughs) This is fully when he decides that he's going to settle for Hen Mm -hmm. and destroy her next year and a half.
0: Yes, because we cut to 10 months later. Yep. And multiple alarm clocks. They're clearly making sure he's not late for his own wedding. I did love the practical joke they pull on him. I thought that that was
1: beautiful. Yeah.
0: Where they conspire to tell him that it's 945, but it's actually 850. Yeah. Uh, And so they get him to the church with plenty of time. In fact, Henrietta's the one that's late. And Fiona gives a toast to him and Duckface because they're all still calling her Duckface behind her back, which is mean. It is. And also it's shitty for Him not to be like hey can we not call my Soon to be wife that not call Her that anyway so They kind of start The wedding proceedings where like people Are getting seated and he's Kind of starting to freak out uh, And get nervous and then He sees Carrie yeah And Carrie's like, oh, by the way, I'm single now. I'm just going to sit here. And he's just like, ah, full blown breakdown. Yeah. And it seems like he is going to just continue and marry Henrietta anyway. Yeah. And, and at this point I was like why do multiple people in this movie marry people they don't like I don't understand it does seem like he's wrestling with it because he goes back behind
1: I don't know where the priest gets ready or whatever right and he's like swearing and I love when the priest comes out and he's like Are you all right?" And he's like yeah I'm just doing like vocal warm-ups it's a big church and he goes yeah I did the same thing I just use a different vocabulary <laughs> <laughs> right I love that part because I do think he's wrestling with it and then when he, he like his best man's back there with him which I think is Matthew is his best man and then his brother's also back there with him and And he's like, what should I do? What should I do? And his brother's like, well, you have three options. Yeah. You can call it off or you can get married. And I don't have a third thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and while that's happening, Tom is seating people. He's like an usher. And this is where he meets the girl that he would eventually marry that reveals that they are fucking family. You mean his cousin? Yeah. His cousin. (laughs) He meets his cousin and he's like Thunderbolt City. I think it's his second cousin, but yes. It is a second cousin. It's just legal enough to marry, close enough to be gross. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah. You heard it here, Giuliani. Gross.
1: I'm sure we're going to get an email from someone who married their second cousin. And listen, if it's legal, it's fine.
2: I'm not judging it, but you do you. I know it'll take a while because internet's slow in Mississippi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. Uh, anyway. I live there.
1: I can say it. I was it. like,
0: Mikey, where did you grow up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mikey's
1: looking to be that first branch of the family tree that forks. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Anyway, so... He finally gives up. Mm -hmm. Henrietta arrives. They start the wedding. And it very much seems like he's not going to fucking say anything. He's just going to marry her. And his brother, who knows about Carrie, he knows about the history. He was at the other wedding. And he knows that that the groom is struggling. He's the one who instigates it. So Hugh, Hugh Grant doesn't even have the stones to do it on his own. Just like, no. He, he has to have somebody else do it, essentially. Well, and his
1: brother interrupts and literally says, hey, I know what the third thing is. And I'm like, yes. through sign language. And he asks Hugh Grant to translate. Right. And it's very much like, I don't think the groom wants to get married. I think he wants to delay because I think he's in love with somebody else. And yes. the priest is like, is this true? Are you in love with yes. somebody else?
0: And then he just says, I do. Yeah. It gets punched. Which, like, violence is never the answer, but I also...
1: I get it. Yeah. Honestly, Hugh Grant has deserved a punch many times throughout this movie, so...
0: Well, and we know that he dated her once, and it did not go well, and he kind of led her along from the conversation that she has with him earlier. Yeah. That he didn't break up with her when he actually wanted to and resented her for it, and it kind of caused a bunch of stuff. Right. Then he breaks her up from whoever she was dating and happy with. Yep. Then... He does it to her fucking again. Like, I think he earned, again, physical violence, not the answer. But, like, he earned something.
2: Yeah. I've earned a couple of black guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so they go home and everyone's kind of, In the aftermath of the wedding cancellation, essentially. I mean, they're sort of
1: consoling Hugh Grant at at his flat, I assume, right? Right. And then you hear, like, the the bell ring, and he's like, if anyone's going to get yelled at for this, it should be me. So he goes to answer the door, yeah.
0: Uh, And it's Carrie. Yeah, it's Annie McDowell. It's pouring down rain, so they go outside, and he's like, would you not marry me for the rest of your life? And I'm just like, the married part is just a piece of paper the the problem is you not being able to communicate and actually commit to people yeah (laughs) like Uh, what are you doing like this is the marriage part's not the problem
1: you two are the problem yeah the fact that they don't get married but they end up together and have a kid seems wild to me
0: it doesn't Make, yeah. It's no different to me, other than you get more tax breaks if you are married, yeah. at least in America. Yeah. Like, and I, here's the thing: it's very different for people who historically have not had the ability to get married. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, these are two people who could have gotten married anytime they want, and they decided that that piece of paper was standing between them and being happy long term, and it's fucking not. Yeah, it's these are stupid. two
1: white terrible people deciding yes. to not get married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do get a slideshow Of what everyone else does So like Yeah Henrietta marries some other dude David and Serena get married Who I Which I love Scarlett that. and yeah. Chester get married Which We barely even talked about Chester Chester was the giant American She met That's at that Scottish right. wedding Yeah, Yeah 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 The Texan yeah, the Texan. Uh, Tom marries his literal cousin. Yep. And Matthew meets someone new, yeah. and it implies gets married, which is very sweet. I, I love was very that. Very glad yeah. to see that. And then Fiona marries fucking Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I hate yes. that they did her dirty like that. Um. And then Charles <laughs> and Carrie have a baby. Yep. And And that's the the movie. movie. So having
1: seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what do you guys think about four weddings and a funeral?
0: I mean, this was my first time, and I could have waited longer, I think. I've heard that before. Oh. I'm
2: kidding. I haven't heard that before.
1: I don't believe you. I found this movie charming. I didn't. I I liked it. I thought it was fine. I won't watch it again, I don't think. Like, there are pacing issues. Like,
2: I'm glad I've seen it once. Don't want to see it again. But I, I found it charming. I don't know. I don't know how you did because like I see what they were trying to do, and people love like I was like looked at like famous romantic comedies. and This is like a big one. Yeah, I mean it does have a lot of like tropes and terribleness, but like too much. Yeah, it's not even like fun watch. It's like a boring ass movie yeah they don't even have like hot sex it's like like very like lovey-dovey sex we don't really see much sex at all really yeah no we don't but I mean like to fall in love with like a hot sexual affair and he's like I'm gonna slowly like just tickle your stomach and then like kiss up like you know what I mean it's like uh it's a weird thing okay yeah Yeah. it was boring (laughs) so
1: this movie exactly the same with hotter sex scenes you're into though is what you're saying no
2: it wouldn't even it wouldn't work because like They should have focused on the group of friends, like going to all these weddings and being silly. Like, those are the best parts of the movie. They are. You never get to know the friends well enough. You never get, like, they, they never, it just never pays off except for the his brother's storyline where he gets with that with the girl who like learned sign language for him i thought that was so cute i did love that if they did all of the side stories like that i think it would have been a better movie
1: yeah i think so too it sort of suffers from that like love actually thing except instead of focusing on the stories that i wanted they focused on the two terrible people in the movie yeah. like if, if the movie was about david and serena getting together and hugh grant was just like a character in that and carrie was a character in that it would have been a better movie because th- that's actually like a love story that i would have enjoyed. Like it's her. Love Learning how to speak in sign language and all of that stuff. Like that would have been fun. And then you're not following a terrible couple around. I can see
0: that.
2: Do you guys think they're still together?
0: Uh, no. I I think she cheated on him. I was going to say,
1: I think they may want to make sure that that baby is his. I can see them being on whatever version of Maury is over in the UK and him finding out that he is not the father. I get that. I mean, at the end, we see that they're not married because we see his left hand and there's no ring on it. Maybe she left like a Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Russian misinformation fooled her into leaving that relationship. Yes.
2: Misinformation. So at least she's single. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not like a misdemeanor type situation, Mikey. Um, anyway, Paige, do you have some fun facts for us? I do. Well, here it is with your fun facts. Hugh Grant, Fun, fun facts. facts.
0: So Andy McDowell actually waived her fee for appearing in the movie in order to take percentage points on the back end (gasps) instead.
1: Oh, wow. Which meant that
0: she made $2 million on this movie and Hugh Grant only made 100 grand. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was about to so, say, because this movie nice. made some money Yeah, good for her Oh
0: yeah, Richard Curtis has said that the inspiration for this movie Was after flipping through some old diaries And realizing that he had been to 72 weddings in 10 years What? That's nuts yeah. Okay. Um, and he's not the only one, because for his audition, Hugh Grant actually played a tape of when he was a best man at his brother's wedding, like his toast and everything like that, which <laughs> is pretty funny. This is one of Rowan Atkinson's favorite films he's ever done. Wow. What? Okay. And he's barely in it. Uh, there were actually debates as to whether or not he would play that role. I'll get to it a little bit later in
1: Really? Facts, but, okay.
0: Uh, Hugh Grant did learn sign language for his scenes with his brother. And the budget for the movie was actually so small that they weren't able to actually film all the weddings, specifically the Scottish wedding, which was not filmed in Scotland. Um, it was filmed just <laughs> off the the production lot. And okay. all of the extras in the wedding scenes had to bring their own suits and dresses. Wow. Okay. Um, the only exceptions are like people who are in the wedding party. Now, a bunch of different people were approached for the role of Carrie. Marissa Tomei was one. Wow. Okay. Yes. Unfortunately, her grandfather was sick at the time and she didn't want to leave New York, but she's not the only one. Uh, Jean Triplehorn was actually cast in the role of Carrie, um, but the sudden death of her mother happened right before shooting Uh. and she had to leave the production as well. Okay. But maybe it's for the best because... The character of Carrie has been voted one of the most annoying movie characters of all time in an online poll. I mean, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, now charles hugh grant's role was originally offered to alan rickman wow okay that would have been a very different movie it would have
2: been very different yeah it kind of makes more sense as like a middle-aged
0: It does well it makes sense as like a mid-30s unmarried dude yeah. who's kind of depressed like when i heard alan <laughs> rickman i was like this is a completely different movie but i kind of it makes more sense to me mid-30s unmarried dude kind of depressed i mean I can get behind that. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned, they weren't sure if Rowan Atkinson was going to be able to play the role of Father Gerald. This is high Mr. Bean era. Yeah. And so they offered it to somebody else basically on spec of like, if Rowan Atkinson can't do it, you'll do it. Do you want to take a guess at who it was? I have no idea. It was Michael Sheen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes.
1: I mean, I love Michael Sheen. I think he's great, but like, okay. Yes.
0: So one of the versions, it has since been updated. So this is no longer the case. But at the time when this came out, the Chinese subtitled version of this movie labeled Rowan Atkinson's character as Silly Bean, which is what they referred to Mr. Bean as in China. So (laughs) for those first few subtitled versions... In Chinese, Mr. Bean is in this movie. This is a shared movie what? universe with Mr. Uh, Bean. I love <laughs> it. Even though Mr. Bean doesn't speak typically, which I thought was very funny, that was like yeah. completely different. The composer, uh, Richard Rodney Bennett, fell asleep... During his first viewing of this film and had to rewind it to try and take notes for scoring. That's not a good sign. Uh, Now, in an interview on Howard Stern in 1994, Hugh Grant actually said that many of the cast and crew didn't like the final version of this movie, including Richard Curtis, who produced and wrote but did not direct the movie. But when it became a massive hit everyone kind of had to walk it back. But when they were making the movie, they thought it wasn't going to be good. And I think it's one of those things where this movie somehow got popular in spite of itself because it's not structured well. And it's a frustrating movie to sit through. <laughs> so I don't know.
2: I don't know what happened. I also watched it on a day where I was like, I need some romance. And I was like, this ain't it.
0: This ain't <laughs> it. So at the premiere, Hugh Grant arrived with his then partner, Elizabeth Hurley, And she had a Versace gown that was the talk of the tabloids at the time. And people literally forgot Hugh Grant was there. And it upset him quite a bit because it was at his movie premiere, essentially, where he's like the lead. Yeah. Now, the F word... Is said in this movie. So many times. And again, that's Frankfurter. Uh, it's said in this movie 28 times. Yeah. Which is one of the most times the F word has been used in a romantic comedy prior to Judd Apatow making romantic comedies. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is also one of the only Best Picture Oscar nominees to not be nominated in acting categories as well. So like it got nominated for best picture. It did, wow. and, but it didn't get any acting uh, ones, which it happens occasionally, but it's pretty rare. That's, I th- I just didn't like it. Yeah, I, I did not super love to it. To put it
1: into perspective, Schindler's List won best picture this year. 1994, that year. yeah.
0: Now, additionally, at one point, because this movie went through development hell for like two years, so there's like 72 different people audition for Hugh Grant's role before wow. he gets it. There's equally, like, the whole... You know, it's a murderer's row who was potentially on the hook for Carrie. But one of the more interesting ones, I think, was they had not cast Hugh Grant yet, and they approached Phoebe Cates, who was only a few years out of uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. They approached Phoebe Cates to be Carrie, and she suggested Tim Roth for Charles. Oh, wow. Okay. Which would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. But I'm um, I'm kind of here for I it. I mean,
1: I like Tim Roth. I find Hugh Grant very charming, which is one of the reasons I think I like this movie. <sighs>
0: I guess I just don't. Maybe that's the reason why. But I and and again, if it had been Nicholas Holt, I'm here for it. But uh, <laughs> Nicholas Holt would have been like a, he's not a even baby. born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are your fun facts.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let me hit you with some box office. So, what do you think the production budget for Four Weddings and a Funeral was in 1994?
0: I'm gonna say because the budget was supposedly really small. I'm gonna say five million.
1: Okay, Mikey. What I'm do you gonna think?
2: say. Two million pounds.
1: Okay. Well, it was $4.5 million, or if you adjust for inflation, that's around $8.6 million. But, again, in 1994, that was $4.5 million. The movie came out on April 1st, 1994, here in the States, and it was number nine in the theater when it came out it was only in 240 theaters it was beat by major league two was number one that week d2 the mighty ducks was number two that week the paper was number three naked gun 33 and a third the final insult was number four and schindler's list was number five that week and of course four weddings and a funeral was number nine what do you think it brought in in its opening weekend when it came in ninth? And again, it was April first, nineteen ninety-four. A million. Okay, Paige, what do you think? Two million. Uh, Paige, you are closer. It was just over $2 million. It was $2,035,000. So barely over $2 million. You were closer? She was like spot on. Yeah, absolutely spot on. He doesn't even like say it, Paige. He like downplays your guess. Yeah, you were Thank close-ish. You. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so the next weekend it was in twice the theaters. It was, it was in 552 theaters and it was sixth that week. The next week, which is the week of April 15th, 1994, it was in 721 theaters, and it was the number one movie in the U.S. its third week out. The second place movie was a movie called Cops and Robertsons, and it was in 1,831 theaters. Four Weddings and a Funeral was only in 721, and it made more money than Cops and Robertsons wild anyway so it definitely did very well how much do you think it made here in the states in its box office run 30 million dollars
0: uh, i mean if andy mcdowell got 2 million i'm gonna say it's closer to 50 million
1: you're right it's 52.7 million dollars
0: i'm on a roll today you, are, you
1: roll. are crushing it Paige. what do you think it made total worldwide domestic and international together and when I say domestic, I mean states. Its domestic would be the UK, which is where it made the bulk of its right. money. Yeah.
2: It's $75 million.
1: Okay. Paige, what do you think?
0: I'm going to go $120 million.
1: Paige, you are much closer, but it was $242.8 million. Damn. And if you adjust that for inflation, that's almost half a billion dollars. It's $465 million. But again, in 1994, it was $242 million. So this was a huge hit. Okay. So that is your box office. So this week, Mikey, you made us watch Four Weddings and a Funeral. Paige, what are you making us watch next week?
0: You know, I need something bonkers. Uh, I feel like we need to get back to our bonkers roots. Good, and yeah. there's... There's a name that hasn't graced this podcast in, I would say... If
2: you say Sandra Bullock, I will No, if you say Nicholas Sparks is that name. That's exactly who I'm going to say. Yes, I'm ready. I may have watched like three of them on Netflix, like maybe in the last month.
0: Was one of them safe haven? Because that's what we're going to watch.
2: They're all the same. I don't know. Is that the one where they're building a boat? No, it's the one where a domestic abuse victim is is hiding out in a
1: beach town in like South Carolina and she falls in love yeah, with she the sheriff. Yeah, she gets on a bus with a bloody then, knife. <laughs> yeah, and then she falls in love with the sheriff and then her ex-husband comes to town. Yes. I've also never seen this movie, Mikey. I've only <laughs> seen the trailer for it. Yeah, I... I Don't know if I've seen it or not, so I'm
2: excited. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. All right. So awesome. Your homework for next week is to, I don't know, scribble a bunch of gibberish down on a piece of paper called a Nicholas Sparks novel and also watch Safe Haven while wine drunk. And then, of course, listen to our episode on it. There you go. Mm -hmm. So,
2: Mike, do you have a review for us to read? I do. Uh Nice. Whose review are you going to read this week? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read Paris Hilton 42069's review. Oh, nice! Probably the funniest movie podcast is the title of the review. Wow, why? Thank you. I love this podcast, and I generally agree with their takes on all the movies. Exclamation point! <laughs> <laughs> I would like to state for the record that I believe Earth Girls Are Easy is a masterpiece, though. Disagree. Disagree. Oh, <laughs> disagree. Hardcore.
1: Hardcore disagree. <laughs> disagree. That movie is a trash fire that I enjoyed uh, every bit well, of.
2: When I went to my eighties, Jeff Goldblum kick. All right, um Thick'em's Jeff Goldblum. But yeah, it's a funny podcast. I totally recommend it And I would recommend The Horror version too. Oh I well, thank you It's a really fun podcast but as you can tell They're having a lot of fun Making it You should definitely listen My favorite episode Is probably Fifty Shades Darker uh, Both the Fifty Shades episodes
1: Are special They are special episodes They are special <laughs> yeah.
2: episodes
1: Well Paris Hilton Of 42069 Thank you so much For that awesome Five star review And if you want to have Mikey read your review Leave us a five star review So um yeah Guys if you like This power thruple That we have here On this podcast Yes. On Instagram, and we are at
0: something else on Twitter. Who I just have never taken the time to learn. It's it. It. it's just romancing pod show because they have a character oh. limit, and it's show s h oh. o like Showtime. So,
1: guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, pages at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok.
0: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige.
2: I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you
0: complete us.
2: To completion. To uh, the pit. Will you not marry me for the rest <laughs> of our life? <laughs> <laughs> Bye,
1: Andy McNerds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>